Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Tony the Spider. <laughs> I got a new name for every opponent that gets in the ring with me. I call them pedal pushers. If you morons know anything about it, you know where I'm putting them. Tony the Spider means business in IPW, and I'm going to take everyone I can out. Kalisto, the last time you went at it alone, you became the United States champion. What can we expect from you on SmackDown Live? Well, hey, I'm here, like I said before, I'm here to shock the world. I'm ready. I'm ready to show my lucha art inside and outside the ring. But first of all, I can't stop thinking about Baron, Cor- Baron Corbin being on SmackDown. <laughs> I get to have my revenge. Is that okay? Hey, like I said, I'm here to stay. Make make a make a uh, a good good lucha lucha thing. You need to tell me in front of the WWE universe, universe that you respect me. Brady Boone and Scott Doring. How you doing, Don? That was a hell of a finish. Yeah. Coco Samoa. It's one of the fastest energetic men I've ever seen in the ring today. The belts are on the line. What can I say? He's got one fall under, uh, going for him. We may see the belts change, hand here, change hands here tonight. I, I really feel that, me and my new partner here. What we've got going, we feel, is one of the, one of the best combinations of tag teams I've ever been involved with. I feel this, my partner here, he's one of the fastest men, one of the most agile, energetic individuals I've ever been teamed with. Getting comments from Test, I know Steve Blackman, there's something you have to say. You bet your ass there is. Shamrock, it's real simple. I'll step into your world, the lion's den, if you step into mine, and that is weapons all around the cage, and anyone bad enough to get one can use it. So. This way, this thing's got to end one way or another. Eli, your topic is mustache. You have 10 seconds. Ready, go. What is a mustache? (laughs) It's a little bit of hair growing over the upper lip. I don't have one. Nobody else here has one, but you know what? A mustache for a real man. See, of all these people here, I have the best mustache of them all. I thought you give me a couple more days, I'll have a nice, thick mustache. But none of these boys right here, okay? Well, Thank have you, one. Eli. Thought he said he didn't have a mustache. Michael McGillicuddy approached the podium. <laughs> Michael. And Alex, be back after the seven-week layoff. We're on vacation. I don't know what we were doing, but I, I wasn't really on a vacation. Uh, Alex, technically, you were, oh. but but I am I am podcast action movie star. <laughs> yeah, see, no, you are famous. the chicken. <laughs> I I, I have a feeling movie. this intro was made during a G1 when Sonata was having like a really good run, and that's why his theme. 
was deleted. <laughs> uh, remember we were like pro evil and Sonata, and then we totally God. changed. Sonata's gotten a little bit of the of the of the, uh, the goodness back, um, probably because his hair isn't that that full hawk anymore. Um, and maybe you know because an eventual Noah turn, who knows? But uh, yeah, no, it definitely feels feels good to be back. We have uh, gone. I mean, let's be real. We we're, we're the real ones. We are on the Roman Reigns schedule, and it's essentially the same time he defended his title, the last time, I should say, uh, until the next <laughs> time, which would be uh, this upcoming Saturday, if Iran doesn't take it over, um, out in Saudi Arabia. Um, <laughs> this time we, we're doing a show. Kismet? Possibly. Synchronicity? Look, yeah, for sure. But, hey, we're here. Russell Cats Radio, we are back. Look, Carl Anderson said it. Bright lights, Carl Anderson said it fast. I don't, I don't work unless there's the bright lights, okay? <laughs> God, is that a work that shoot in a way with the whole machine gun hey oh, by the way the good brothers came back to the WWE since the last time we were on air uh, <laughs> helping out the OC which I still have a question Ryan AJ Styles was not a part of the original club Finn Balor was so why are they still going by the OC I don't know because they didn't have anything else to do call themselves the club yeah, or just stop trying to live off of nostalgia that that isn't there anymore. Well, yeah, like especially both. when Rhea Ripley, because it's very believable. I'm not even being like an ass. I mean, that when she slammed Gallows on that concrete, I was like, yeah, they just got buried, <laughs> <laughs> or at least Gallows just got buried for like two seconds. Like, here you go, man. But you know, I'm sure they're enjoying their high six figure salary upon return. But with Machine Gun Anderson being also the New Japan Pro Wrestling's never open weight champion who was supposed to be facing uh, former Bullet Club member Hikaleo, uh, which that happened while we were on hiatus, uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, coming back to, to go with uh, the Tamatanga and whatnot uh, and leaving Bullet Club. Uh, that was supposed to be the match this Saturday, which uh, what venue was the uh, New Japan show? Because, again, double booked essentially for one Machine Gun. I think they're in Osaka. Is it doable time or no. jet line? I've, I've looked. <laughs> he he would have to really work. Uh, bat, yeah, it's at the Edion. Um, he would have to work like the opener and then be like the main, I think, of another one. And that probably still <laughs> couldn't make it happen. And that's also assuming that one of the shows is like super long. <laughs> No, so I I can. Is it part of the All Atlantic Championship route? <laughs> Maybe they'll tie that in there too. <laughs> but I can I can. Oh, dear, you don't want to know who answered the call. That's why I texted you. Uh, AEW is uh, full of dookie. Oh, okay, well I'll have to, I'll have to, yeah I'll probably watch that. Well, so I gotta watch. I watched yesterday's territories, but like tonight, my Wednesdays are are I have dynamite. Yep. I have um porn. I have dynamite to watch. I have yep. um two episodes of American Horror Story and I have the challenge You're to watch. On. You're still what, on that train, the Ryan Murphy Hell train yeah. after watching The Watcher. Um, I washed my hands of Ryan Murphy. I didn't watch The Watcher, so I guess I'm I'm safe there. And I think the last like four seasons of seasons of American Horror Story and the the shorts. 1984 was amazing. Tell you. 
It was it was fantastic, campy, and exactly what I like. But the big thing on Wednesdays, Dynamite's not even on my radar anymore. I just do the the Monday Night Raw five minute skips uh, until I say, "Oh, Bay, what's happening?" It used to be a mark, <laughs> but hey, so is everybody. Because if you've seen these arenas the last couple of months. Oy vey, indeed. Uh, money, uh, money, Mark, Tony Khan's got to figure something out there, uh, especially with that lackluster crowd tonight in Baltimore. You can't even – you boost your, your, your quarterback, <laughs> you know, one of well, the, the highest paid uh, players in the NFL, and rarely any reaction. Well, let, let's – real quick before we jump there, let's stick let's, – let's, let's, let's go back to Carl Anderson here because we didn't finish. Oh, yes, yes. We're, we're touching Carl Anderson. Let's, let's keep talking Carl Anderson. I can confirm that New Japan knew he wasn't going to be able to make that show in like a month before he signed. So they knew he was, they knew they were both talking. They went along with it. WWE agreed to it. And, and they said, look, these are the dates that he's going to be working. If, 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 like, I guess it's uh, Carl Anderson's number one goal of all this said, we're going to sign with you guys, but I, I, I need to put this kid over. This company yeah. has done so much for me. This is where I started and trained. I'm not going to F them over. So if you want us to come for your Saudi show, you have to let me leave to put this kid over at some point. Mm-hmm. Bright Lights, I believe, is insinuating Russell Kingdom. Okay, or maybe, oh, or like the the tag league world tag league finals. That that's that'll okay. be a big show. But it, Wrestle Kingdom to me is what I believe they're gonna do because it's it's a Wednesday, so he doesn't have a house show. He doesn't have Raw. He doesn't have SmackDown. He can get on a flight, mm-hmm. he'll drop the belt, come back. He'd be and they got rid of day one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's one of those things where. This was all known, I guess, by both parties. And, you know, for everybody, it's like, I can't believe WWE did that. He was a free agent. They didn't have mm-hmm. contracts. They were they had free to negotiate. And WWE trying to get that stink out of their stigmata, I believe, is why. They're like, yeah. And, and I'll say this, too. WWE has never, as much as me and you and people shit on WWE, they've never, ever been a company to stop people from fulfilling their dates. Remember Daniel Bryan? He was the yeah. IT champion when we saw him work Yamato because he's they said, look, we want you as a good businessman to finish your dates. So they've never been a company mm-hmm. to not do that. So I, I thought at first this was Anderson and Gallows just shitting on New Japan, taking money and running and, you know, being douchebags. I really did. And then I thought I was the polar opposite, that everything was agreed upon before they even decided to show up. And I think that makes more sense, too, because, I mean, as we find out, you know, a relationship, albeit minimal, you know, that the WWE and, and Paul Levesque tried to rectify, which uh, rumor has it that it was declined, uh, which Shinsuke Nakamura wanted to go to Noah to be a part mm-hmm. of the great move, uh, you know, kind of final uh, final matches here, which will happen on the 1st of January, the real day one, as we found out last year as well. Um, so I think with, with, with Levesque and company, yeah, I, I think you're totally right. Uh, I mean, when they threw that promo video out there, I was like, okay, I get it. You know, again, work shooting away. They're definitely not going to do that match 
um, you know, for New Japan on that date. But that brings him more heat to when he does. Yeah, Hikaleo is going to get even a bigger prop probably, you know, because people, you know, are just going to, you know, they, they know what's going on. No one's dumb anymore, you know, in a way. Mm. So, this, um, but no, it, it was just, you know, interesting how in the happenstance they just happen to sign and it's just like, hey, let's work this gimmick because we're both <laughs> going to be double fun. Day. Like, I don't know. I mean, they're smart about the business, obviously, as, as well, and they, they know how to work people, uh, you, me, Mark, Markettes out there. So uh, just just an interesting, you know, kind of one of the many interesting things that happened in the last couple of months, uh, that's for sure. But, again, uh, bringing up uh, relationships uh, that they didn't want to be damaged as well, uh, no, didn't want to affect their all elite wrestling, cha- uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, duties or relationships, if you will, um, you know, so they, they, you know, all three companies in a way had to come together to agree with this, yet they couldn't agree with Billy Gunn going to the DX reunion, which I was in, maybe not a bad thing. It was kind of cool with the crowd kind of seeing that, you know, whatever seven-minute thing that, that happened that Monday Night Raw um, just just recently. But um, what do you think of this, this Shinsuke Nakamura uh, challenging the great Muda, not Keiji Muto, it'll be the first time. <laughs> Uh, the king of strong style himself, the OG, the godfather, if you yeah. will. Um, you know, kind of taking uh, taking on the great Muda, man. How how hard were you when you saw that announcement? I know it was spoiled. I know you saw my Snapchat before you watched the show, and I was like, shit. But still, I was like, I was kind of cool. I'm like, okay, Muda will hopefully work this match. You know, show respect, especially with everything that, you know, had to go down behind the scenes, you know, to, to get this done after, you know, apparently uh, Vince McMahon and company, uh, you know, denied that request earlier this year. How how crazy is it that we're going to get this just in, what, two months, under two months? I mean, it's cool. Like, I think it's cool at all. Um, you know, maybe five years ago I would have cared more because I think Nakamura is, is so AJ styles out in a way where he's on autopilot, where it's just not the same. Yeah. And, I mean, Muda can barely walk. Like, that six-man that I watched from the 30th, my God. I'm like, Muda can't, he can't move. <laughs> like, how so to move him better? There's just, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, it's cool. Like, it's nostalgic, whatever, but... My other thing is there's, like, no history. The only – the 2008, Muda came back to New Japan just to beat Nakamura for the title and then put him over in two tags, not taking the fall, obviously, yeah. and then later on beating <laughs> him in the singles rematch, and then he dropped the title, I think, 09 Wrestle Kingdom and then went and formed Wrestle 1. So, like, they've wrestled twice, and Muda buried them both times. What, there's no, like, I just don't, just don't, that to me is why I'm just kind of like, all right, cool. That's like if, you know, I don't know, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good, like The Rock's coming out and he's doing his final hoorah tour. And all of a sudden, like, we have old heads like Segura and, and, uh, and I don't know if Mar Fuji's 50 yet, but, uh, you know, Mar Fuji, uh, Mochizuki, um, and of course, you know, Bread Club himself, uh, you know, uh, Kojima there. How are these guys? Pretty damn good pace. I mean, Jericho, you know, he's since he's, you know, because Luda's got like brand new replaced knees multiple times. 
So is Muda. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Muda oh, has okay. two new knees. I think he has a hip story and I don't know what I'm watching. I was like, this is horror. <laughs> I, I think he's got hip replacements. Like, he's like Suwama, like, like where, you know, he just, it, it's just not, he, he physically, it's not that his body's, he's, it's like Kenta, but to a worse extent, where Kenta thinks he can still do this, but his body's like, no, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just that's just you know that's why Kenta's matches consist of getting heat, getting busted open the hard way, and yeah. stretching and strike. You know, so it's just more like like what, what I was trying to say Damn, was you know, this is sad for Kenta. <laughs> this is like think of The Rock is going on his like retirement tour. He's having his last five matches or something, and then mm-hmm. suddenly. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good Billy Gunn. There you go. Decides to show up and go. Ah, I'm here for your third to last match, even though we feuded for a month. Yeah. Like what is that? That's kind of where I'm at. Like I understand, you know, Billy Gunn's not on the level of Nakamura and Muda, but it's just like if the guy from his past that he left all Japan to do a quick New Japan run before starting his own company, and he just buried the guy twice. So to me, I just don't have like a lot of like I think it's gonna be cool, and I'm gonna watch it, of course. But yeah, I mean, like, the way that Noah's whole presentation too, I think it's I think for yeah. as, as a whole, like as a wrestling event, like a special attraction match, I'm hyped for. You know how I feel. Yeah, about don't Buddha, make it look good. Buddha in the last eight years. I've again, I've never been a, a great Muda, KG Muto. I didn't watch WCW in the late '80s, early '90s when he was on there. So it was all lost to me. It was just clips, you know, I found, where whether if it was meeting you or with Dave showing me, you know, back in the day or whatnot. Um, but it just wasn't my bad. You know, it just wasn't what I, who I grew up on. Um, but, you know, with this, I understand the importance. I understand the history and the legacy that he brings to the landscape of professional mm-hmm. wrestling. If Sonny Ono is going to upcharge the shit out of everybody just to get him here in the U.S. or whatever – uh, good for you though. Um, but but I also understand the importance that he has on the Japanese culture um, and his relevance uh, just over there, pop culture wise. I mean, you watch a, a a fifteen minute video on like obscure Japanese wrestling uh, commercials for other brands. Mudo's on like ninety percent of it, like <laughs> yeah. in giant Baba from like the seventies, and and that's you know and and that really creepy Hulk Hogan whistling one. Uh, but also oddly satisfying. But but I understand that, and I understand the importance of Nakamura. And I think this will bring out a fire. I don't think he'll be on pilot mode. I think he's going to be like, all right, old man, you know, this is, yeah. you, you got and no more. I'm going to bring it to you. Like, I think yeah. Muda's going to try to work hard. Like, I, it's not going to be him just laying there like a pile of shit for, like, it's Kaito Tiamia, no. or he has no interest in getting it's not to get be over. not going to against Liv, uh, Liv Morgan. <laughs> yeah, this is... Like he's going to try. He's he's going to yeah. do the best that he can. And you know, it's it's you know, I laugh because you mentioned Sonny Ono with money. Carl Anderson said after the uh, the uh, the what was it the fight from hell? He goes, you have to. He goes, the only way I'm ever going back to Saudi Arabia is if I need a second pool. Well, you're going back over to Saudi Arabia. So. <laughs> Man, Carney, Carney's at its finest. Yeah, he, he, he's going to get a second pool all while doing the summer of CM Punk, uh, circa 2004 sure, ROH. 
too soon. No, that was an amazing angle. I wish you. I wish I would have known you then to show you that shit where he he signed he won the ROH World Title and then signed the mm-hmm. WWE contract on the title. On the title, yeah. And then and no one knew what was going to happen or when he was going to leave, and and so all these people kept trying to shoehorn their way into getting shots, and then he kept beating everyone. Oh, it was incredible. God, and then that goddamn BJ Whitmer had to come in. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Muda's gonna he'll work as as hard as he can, and you know it'll it'll be it'll be fun, and I'll enjoy it, and I'll watch it, and then I'll digest it, and then probably complain about it like I usually do. Where I'm like, oh yeah, it's Muda, awesome! I'm like, God, that sucked. <laughs> Does Kia Mia have a opponent for that show then? No, not yet. Boy, I tell you what, watching that main event, I was so nervous that he was gonna lose. I was like, Fujita's going to just fucking... Because Fujita was taking some liberties at the during that match. And I was like... I watched it with Jordan, and he was like, bro, what's up with this guy? And I had to explain to him the Sal Rung guy and the Funky Bunch back there. These old heads who don't like putting people over. But I, I will say, thankfully, for the sake of uh, Keiji Muto, he was not in the worst match of uh, that show. Probably, probably third worst match, but uh, my God, that that one day, really? oh my God! We, if we end up <laughs> talking about Noah, that fucking, ugh, God, I, uh, I hate Peril. I hate those so wrong guys. That was the first event, huh? That uh, Noah allowed vocal crowds, huh? I, I believe so. Yeah, it, uh, volume. I, I I watched it at lunch there, but yeah, crowd was into it, man. They were. You could tell the crowd was starting to get a little unrestled, unsettled, like thinking that he was that that Fujita was going to win. Like mm-hmm. at one point, when he open-handed him and and gave him three kicks to the head, and then went for the power bomb, people are like, "Oh, you stupid ass!" <laughs> well, let's run down. You don't know it. Just uh, you know, just a few days ago, October thirtieth, uh, you know, as as held by uh, Kaito Kiyomiya taking on. Ironhead, Kazuyu, I never knew that. I just called him Ironhead. There you go. There you go. It's been a long time. It's been two months. Um, pretty, pretty stacked card. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, possibly ten matches due to my scrolling. Um, I mean, overall, Noah's been, you know, I, I probably watched, what, six Noah, Noah uh, events here. Um, the one match I watched from this show fantastic. Kiyomiya still makes me go to sleep, unfortunately. Good thing I didn't watch that main event because I definitely would have fallen asleep. Uh, unless they had a 22-minute stare-down, just a little bit shorter than the, the Shiozaki one, uh, that w- I would have been game for. But uh, just tell me one thing. Was our guesstimation last night uh, correct? Did Honma eat the pin in the co-main event? Uh, Mara Fuji with the uh, Shiranui uh, the the reverse DDT that he when he runs up the rope uh, on our good friend Loani Onma. How cool was that though to see Great Bash heel Hiroshi Tanahashi, New Japan, essentially. <laughs> Man, watching Keiji Muto try to do some of the moves he was doing, I was like, oh my god, just stop. I, I mean, I went two and a half on the match. It was it was fine. It was cool. Makabe was in there with Yoshiki Itamura, and they were throwing some beefy arms, which was kind of cool. But, like, <laughs> I'm watching Tanahashi, or, like, 
Honma. And Hon- Honma at one point was in there with Muda, and I thought I was watching like a a, a stop animation video or whatever. Like a <laughs> the way those guys are moving, I'm just like, oh my god. I mean, it's, um, it's really a miracle that both these men are still wrestling, especially mm-hmm. you know Honma. But but like you said, you looked at all of Muto's surgeries, and it's just like it, it really is. Uh, uh, we should be very lucky that these men are still performing. That's I want to try to find a list of all of his injuries. Keiji Muto <laughs> injury list. Wonder if this will if this is gonna have anything on here. Viet Cong Ming, he had a ring name once of. Jeez Louise. I wonder when he called himself that. Yeah, I mean, this dude just, like... But I tell you what, man, this dude had a hell of a run, a hell of a career. You know, I mean, there's... Can't be mad at... Can't be mad at it, but... Who's, yeah, he, who's his greatest foe? Is it just stateside? Is it Sting? Or who's his greatest foe in, in Piro? Oh... Or is he just tied to Sting? Or do you think that's his greatest rivalry then? I Great think Muda, I think Sting is one of the most known because of who it was. Okay. Um, I mean, like he just he didn't stay in a lot of places enough. I think to have like at, like at one point when he was at when he beat. Nakamura for the IWGP title. He also beat Suwama and was triple crown. He was the only guy other than Kojima to hold the triple crown of the IWGP at the same time. Hmm. So he just kind of worked a lot of people. Yeah. God. Wow, it's like a true... Uh, a I mean, true a, lot people, the... a lot of people... A lot of people... I would think early you could really hone him against Chono. Um, and then they were together for a while too. Um, he, he, I forgot about that. I'm trying to look at, um, I'm trying to look at, um, like just people he worked and stuff. I've forgotten all Japan and new Japan. He had a, he had a stable called bat, the badass trans translate trading, whatever the, Hell, that means. But it was it was him, Taoki, Hakushi, Hiroshi Hashi, Shinjiro Otani, and Don Fry. <laughs> Don Fry. Oh. Just a fight. Let me see. Keiji Muto, greatest rival. I like how I'm, I'm watching a a quick clip, and uh, Tanahashi gives him the dragon screw, and then uh, Muto gives. Tries to give, I mean, in slow motion, Tanahashi a dragon screw. <laughs> they stopped the video. They stopped the clip. From the official Noah Twitter page, they stopped the clip like halfway through, so you don't even know if it even lands. <laughs> so I'm assuming that them stopping it, it doesn't land. <laughs> so Cage Match has Jinichiro Tenru as his number one feud, which I could see that. That, that I, I didn't realize they feuded in all Japan, but... They they were still going in in war and New Japan. They they had matches from '93 all the way up until 2015. Jesus, really? Yeah, they have Chono 1984 to 2009. The reason I always say Chono is because that was kind of like I believe that they started together. 
Okay, that makes sense. Um, I I need to Is I need to Chono look here. Richard due to the NWO royalties? Do you think? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Five ten eighty four was was Muda's first match, and five ten eighty four was Chono's first match. Wow. Wow. Birthplace Masahiro Chono, born in Seattle, Washington. Let's see. What? <laughs> Masahiro Chono. Chono lost to Muda in their debut match. So that's huh. that's why I think Chono, I guess, is because of things like that's that. That's cool. I like that. So does Chono uh, come out during the Nakamura match? Is either like a guest timekeeper or something? Maybe he'll be a commentator. Huh? I could see him doing commentary. Or does he come out for the last match since they were both involved in their first match? Yeah, I could see that. I could see him trying to do something like Liger where they do a tag match. And okay. The, and you get Chono in the ring because I don't know how much Chono can still do like with his what he is. But, I mean, you know, maybe. Great. <laughs> Remember that one time it was those two in a Noah ring? And, uh, <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. We were really confused. We were like, what's going on? <laughs> I wasn't. And then, I was like, uh, what, what don't I know? And then as long as Chono before his music starts, he has to have the intro that goes, what y'all Demtresses want? And you're like, yeah. whoa. I, I didn't know you could say <laughs> that over there. Right. And then I'm hanging around in the, in the NWO. <laughs> you could say that, Martha. Did you? What'd you call me? <laughs> Whoa! I was in a tag match against Congo with Extreme Tiger and Shuhei Tanaguchi. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you also took the fall via King Kong Larry from Shuji Kondo. I mean, I I would take that from Kondo any day. And I would probably match, be on so. the mat. <laughs> um, the Kai Fujimura Taishi Ozawa match was kind of cool. Seeing Fujimura get a real solid singles win. He beat him with a missile drop kick, which was kind of cool. I was like, whoa, 1980s Owen Hart in the house. <laughs> Did he do like uh, the thrust uh, John Woo in midair? And then boom, okay. <laughs> no, it was just like a normal sideways missile drop kick, just a basic ass missile drop kick. Nice. All right, cool. Um, Dante Leon from Game Changer tagged with Jack Morris who I'm slowly really enjoying more and more. They beat Yohei and Daiki Inaba with Yohei and Leon, like noticing how they both look the same hair and dress the same. And, and uh, Stu Fulton's like, they should be partners. He just kept screaming the whole time. <laughs> we love you, Stuart, Stuart Fulton. Uh, Dante Leon with a corkscrew sent on pin Yohei. Then, oh, God, um, Stinger, Uh-oh. Ridgeway and Ogawa with Yasutaka Yano. Took on those Paris de, de Mal de Japon, super crazy, no sour wrong guy in Eta. And Eta right. uh, gets busted open like two minutes into the match by Ogawa. And Ogawa and Yano and Ridgeway are just busting them all open. He's bleeding all, all over the place. They're beating on him for like 10, 12 minutes. And then finally, yeah. one guy comes in and hits him with a weapon and gets DQ'd. So the team that's getting their ass kicked the whole time just gets DQ'd so they can stop getting beat up. To which Ogawa then just keeps beating up Eita after the match anyway. 
Oh, I love uh, it. I put That's Stinger by DQ after Long ate a beatdown. What a waste. I hate Peros. Eight to go home. Top five worst matches of the year. One star. Wow. This was like, this was like this. This match would have fit with on the extreme rules. And Chris Ridgeway are in the same match, and it's one of the worst five of the year. And, I gotta watch and this. No, I'm not Ogawa. gonna watch it because I'd be pissed. And Ogawa, yeah. Ogawa still rules. Yeah, well, this, yeah. this match belonged dick. on like Extreme Rules or ha- uh, Halloween Havoc or something, because those are two of the worst yeah. shows I've ever seen that, like this year. And this this match was right up that alley. Diagon alley. Oh. Um, what else do we have? Uh, he went on Dr. Wagner and Hideki Suzuki beat Masa yep. Kitamiya and Masato Tanaka. Went two and three quarters. Wagner driver and Kitamiya. Uh, junior tag was all right. Atsushi Katoga and Seiki Yoshioka defeat uh, Haz, uh, uh, High 69 and Tanisuke. Yeah. Uh, Katoga got the pin on him, three and a quarter. I went. Then this Ninja Mac and Hayata match was, I was at three and a half. I was really into this match. Wow. And did you watch that snap I sent with the, the that power bomb he did? Oh, yeah. So Ninja Mac does the does the uh, um, Hiromu Takahashi flipping power bomb over the top rope to the floor, but he does three backflips. And then on the fourth one, there's a 180-degree corkscrew flip over and power bombs Hayata on the floor. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. But then they had to stop the match because I think Hayata broke his arm when they landed. Wow. So <laughs> whether he was supposed to win or not, uh, we got a new champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So Ninja Max now your GHC junior champion. But, so, uh, so is he going to come to GCW with the GHC junior heavyweight championship? God, don't get me started on that shit. God, hey, we're going to book uh, Dragon Gate, guys. All right, cool. Shooting Skywalker's going to lose. Uh, Yamato's going to lose uh, twice. Yeah. Uh, SB Kento's going to lose to some guy I've never even seen before. Yep. Uh, I, I can name 500 wrestlers, and I've never heard of this guy, and he beats SB Kento. Really good match, but I'm like, bro, does no one clear these finishes with the Dragon Gate? Yeah, I was about to ask that. Why Why all the hell? Especially uh, Shun Skywalker should not be losing in any of these excursion matches. The whole point is to your, your, your incoming uh, guest appearance talent over to be like, oh, shit, we need to see this guy more. Uh, but, yeah, when you're jabbing, it's like AEW. Okay, but we'll get into that later. It's like how are and, and I and I say this with the utmost respect because he's a friend of the show, but Yamato is wrestling this weekend for the for the Open the Dreamgate Championship, and nobody says a word that he's jobbing to Tony Deppin. Yeah, like nothing. Like I said, nothing against Deppin, but this guy's the number one contender to your champion, and he's just just jobbing. No big deal. He's losing. <laughs> he's losing Tony Deppin clean. It's all good. <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm all for that. <laughs> uh, Masakatsu Funaki uh, defeats Kazushi uh, Sakuraba. I believe that's his sixth defense with the national title. Gets him in a Darsh choke and chokes him out in about a minute. It was re- it felt like a real fight. It was pretty cool. Nice, nice. Um, Did Sakuraba wear the blue uh, jersey or, or? Yeah, he had the, the blue orange. jersey with the orange shorts. 
Nice, nice. Um, we talked about the six-man. Uh, Kiyomiya does the Muda head scissors uh, like Muda did to Shiozaki to win the title to Fujita to get the win. So mirroring Muda more is what they're having Kiyomiya do, which is ridiculous. But whatever. But what if Muda faces Kiyomiya for his final match and he wins the title and then he retires? Oh I, like, I'm so <laughs> the ultimate burial done. after... <laughs> no, Noah has my two favorite wrestlers I think right now in the world And I don't want to have to stop watching them <laughs> Of course you're but, talking about Satoshi Kojima A.K.A. Break Club and Takashi Sagura, right? Oh, they're fantastic, but I'm talking about their opponents Kongos, Katsuhiko Nakajima Ooh. And Ken O um, Katsuhiko Nakajima uh, We learned last night too is he He's competition for Bobby, Bobby Lashley For the fucking Crank daddy of the wrestling industry. My lord, get that guy some bigger pants. Um, now I understand why he fights people the way he does. Um, this match <laughs> Alex, was just great. Oh, I loved it. Jordan's like, he had a, he, when he was in that stalling vertical, Jordan's like uncomfortably laughing. I'm like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And he's like, oh. holy shit. He's like, it's like a third arm. <laughs> I was like, you know, now I under, I get all this testosterone and big dick energy this guy's got. <laughs> I tried to whip your ass, but yeah, no, this, I I went five stars. Just don't get him in a DDT ring because who knows what they'll they'll do over there with that? Oh God, Dan Shoko. Who Gino knows what the pheromones would do? Oh man! Oh oh. <laughs> I don't, I, okay, a lot of this match, because we know Nakajima has definitely had some uh, some some hit and runs, if you will, um, <laughs> in the wrestling industry, whether in, in interviews or or pre uh, pre match, uh, you know, kind of uh, what you what you call it, press conferences, <laughs> or in real sorry, matches, okay. breaking orbital bones, huh? I said uh, I said sorry, Katoge. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like. You know, a lot of this just seems, especially I think with the result of the match, I mean, I wouldn't expect Congo to go over, to be honest, especially with uh, Kojima and, and Shigura, you know, just claiming the titles. Was This is their second defense? A first defense. First defense, okay, okay. Um, and sadly, I knew they had a second defense coming up before. I, I didn't even know they were facing Congo. So when you told me that yesterday, I was like, I have to watch this match. Uh, even though I knew the result, uh, it was it was a fantastic tag match. And I'm not gonna lie though, Ryan, I you know how I feel with Noah. Uh, a lot of their matches are 20 minutes too long, a majority of the time, especially that final four stretch. Uh, I'm looking at you, uh, Ironhead. Um, but anywho, uh, and Kiyomiya. <clears throat> but um, but this match I felt was a breeze. I mean, I mean maybe it was a little over 20 minutes. Um, and a lot of it was, and a lot of it was, it was just, it was just hard hitting. Kojima just looked fantastic. Um, the reason why I said was this, you know, not punishment per se for Nakajima, but it was just like, all right, we're going to put you back in your place. You know, I, I don't think they, they outright, you know, attacked him hard, but I think there were no selling in some instances. Uh, when Nakajima would do it, but I also noticed where Nakajima would go for a pin or cano, and they would have to like pick him up because they were like, I, I don't think Kojima's going to get up. Like there was like <laughs> at least two times I've noticed that where they were like, Oh, I got to get off. Like 
he's down. So, um, but besides that, yeah, the I mean, just this is just a, a tag match that that you want to watch. Uh, I, I would definitely put it in that that Briscoe's FTR. I don't know if it was that same light. Um, I would say maybe that all out uh, acclaimed and swerve in our our glory type of a match. I would definitely say this is probably top ten. I got to look at my list a little bit more, um, but definitely wouldn't be surprised if this is in my top five of the year for tag this matches. Was, this was hard hitting. This is everything I like in wrestling. This match was uh, Nakajima and Kano. I thought killed Ko- or not? Yeah, Nakajima and Kano. I thought killed Kojima. Like you said, I was like, these guys are beating the shit out of him, and they're not holding anything back. Uh, and Sugara's, Sugara's fantastic. He's always fantastic. But Kojima I want to be still... in shape. Oh, my now God. Now and forever. Yeah, I was like, if I, if I look like that at 53, something's different in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that HGH. <laughs> you know, but... I don't know, your um, hair, though, it's on that level. It's on that level. Yeah, but... My hair, my hair's getting pretty tight. I got, I got some good shit going on with that. But, I mean, Kojima can still go. He, he, yeah. nobody can say he can't. And Nakajima and Kano make that shit seem so real. And there was, mm-hmm. there was some falsies. I thought for sure it was over on that cozy lariat. And then also yeah. comes Kano with a professional foot stomp out of nowhere. And then when they hit that crazy kick combo and he hit Kojima with the vertical spike, I'm going, oh, my God, they're winning the titles. And then Sugara <laughs> out of nowhere because their camera, they don't show the camera angle with the guy coming in like WWE does. So, like, you don't see the breakup happening. Yeah, yeah. It, I, Alex, this this to me was better than Briscoe's FTR. At, uh, Both at matches? Yeah, I loved it. I thought this was for sure the second one. Okay. Maybe maybe not the first one, but for sure the rematch okay. that had that pile driver off the middle rope. Oh yeah, off the the rope, which, yep. which ruled. But I I walked away from this match. I didn't even have to think twice about my rating. Kind of similar finishes in a way too. Very simple and effective because you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, well, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I mean, they hit Nakajima with that lariat now, and well, he's dead. And yeah. and I knew I was I knew I. I knew I didn't just prematurely give the five when Jordan goes, that was four and three quarters for me. He goes, are you mm-hmm. going the full five because of how much you like all four of these guys? I said, yes. Because yeah. if you went four and three quarters and have no investment in any of them, and these, I love all four of these guys, I'm automatically going to be oh. ramping it up higher. Good way to look at it. You know, it's, it's like, you know, if, if you're watching, you know, two of your favorites, you're always going to have more interest in it. So everything's better. Everything's going to feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, then, oh, cool. then, you know, if you want to have an investment in it. So, you know, it's, it's like, it's like Punk Cena. Everyone had so much investment. Wow, that's the second Punk reference thing. Uh, everybody had so yeah. much investment in the Punk thing that when he won, it was that great. Yes. You know, look, or, you know, the, look at Mania 30. The match wasn't that good, but everybody remembers how amazing the match was because everyone loved Danielson. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go in this, my two arguably favorite wrestlers in the world. And this is the output I get. I, I, I just, I loved it. This is, oh, this match is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I respect it. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> good, good way to look at it. Good way to back up your, your better than FTR Briscoe's uh, argument there. So. And, 
And I say that, as, you know, I love those two teams. Like, I love the – I think the Briscoes are one of the best heel tag teams I've ever seen. I think FTR mm-hmm. is going to end up in the top ten of tag teams I've ever uh, – in my life. Hands down. If they're not, they already are in there. Um, Usos are over them, right? I think just because of longevity. Like, like I told you when I put that yeah. list together, I want yeah. longevity and how much we've actually been able to see of these people. You know, like, what's their library look like? And that's why I think Bucks and Usos, they're both well, still at the top of their game right you, now. When, when, when do you see FTR on TV anymore besides getting, you know, out gun clubbed or whatever, you know, or some stupid run-in and, hey, we're going to team with Warjo or whoever they're saving. That's okay, though. They're just they, – I, I like that because they don't put the same people on every day. They make Other it more special when they do wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. That's why. That's why I like AEW having a diverse roster, a big enough roster, is because you can go two, three weeks without having somebody on. So then when you're on, like, oh hell yeah, they're back on. Yeah. You know, if if I turn on WWE, I'm watching the same Judgment Day versus OC matches every single Monday, and I'm like, oh my god. But then, what does that mean with the young talent, where we just see them every week, like a Daniel Garcia? Well, I guess anyone in the in the JAS, you know, minus Jericho and Guevara. Um, but that's good. They need more. They still need a lot of exposure. Like FTR doesn't need to be in front of a camera to know what to do. Let them save their bodies so they can have a long longer true. career. No, that's a good point. Saving their bodies. Yeah. You know, you're gonna pay them anyway. You know, I think I think them complaining is just them being uh, wanting to be uh, a fighting tag team in character. Like none of these yeah, guys can really be that. Yeah, the to the crowd react, playing yeah. to the you know the internet, if you will. Like, can you do you really think the money that these guys are making are mad that they only work once or twice a month? God, no, I don't think yeah. so. You know, and they're also allowed to go take bookings and shit too. So it's not like you know, they don't have to. If they, if they wanted to, they could go work more. Yeah. You know, they went and did that Royal Quest. I still haven't watched that match. The Royal Quest 2 dropped on New Japan World. I still yeah, watched I... the match with Aussie Open. Man. Did you watch it? Nope, nope. Yeah, okay. I found out that it was on, on there. But then when you get things like that, it makes it that much more special to me. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, FTR's on. They're going to work Aussie Open? What? You know, fuck. Yeah, that was my fucking reaction. And then you're like, oh, because I was in town. And they were like, we were like, oh, you got to pay for it. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> so, thank yeah, you. Fight TV. It's like, fuck that. You know, but that's that's why I don't I don't hate the way that they do some of the stuff. Like, you know, like, we, didn't, we don't see Hobbs and Starks for two weeks, but then they, they get put on and they get to headline in that unsanctioned match. It was awesome. It was like, oh, finally, I've been waiting for three weeks for this. You know, that's – and I guess that's the weird thing. You know, we could even talk AEW now if you want. That's the, that's the thing about them that I do appreciate is they don't oversaturate. Like, like the WWE right now, every single week has the worst the worst talent they've ever employed – Wrestling and cutting promos once a week. Get this guy right. away from your TV and stop giving Dom Mysterio a fucking mic every week. Now, I did laugh when he said... Yeah, but that's also going to your point with Daniel Garcia in a way where it's like it's giving him time, it's giving him exposure. 
where they at least, I mean, well, but they AEW Dark, you know, they have that shit too. Uh, I think Garcia, don't get me wrong, is light years ahead of Dom Mysterio, but Mysterio should honestly, he should have been cutting his, his teeth down down in at the Performance Center. More so than he anything. Should. Daniel Garcia, or Daniel Garcia, Dominic Mysterio is going to fall victim to the exact same problem as Charlotte Flair has on why she'll never evolve into a, the, a great worker like she should become, and that's because she never had an opportunity to go work the indies. Yeah. That's the biggest problem. I don't think he'll get to that, that Charlotte Flair level, but I, I think one, his saving grace is, is having Rhea Ripley um, and, and intertwining into that storyline where – you're like, all right, you know, every, you know, you, we've seen a guy in that position before, you know, we've mm-hmm. seen that guy in that position before. Um, so I, I think that that's the saving grace where it's not an entire shit show debacle in a way, um, where I just kind of chuckle. I'm like, all right, I can't wait for the meme of this tomorrow. <laughs> I just, my, pro- my problem with him is like, he's been there for a few years now and he just doesn't get better. And he's yeah. not. If he haven't, if you haven't seen any he sort of mullet. change, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, I did laugh when he was like, <laughs> Eddie Guerrero was the Dominic Mysterio of his era. I was like, oh, that was kind of tight. I was like, all right, cool, good one. Yeah. But then I'm like, he just it, the, the problem is these guys. Dominic Mysterio, just like Charlotte, was trained. In hip toss class, they were never, they were never trained how to work, and then just told to go out and figure it out. That's why, like, if, like, I don't know, I don't know where you where you bring, like, I'm sure Charlotte's going to come back to work Bianca, but mm-hmm. even even like, I think Bianca's better already than Charlotte is, and they both came from the same system. Yep, yep. You know, it's just. You well, know, but that's because look, Bianca can talk more uh, better on the mic. I'm not saying yeah. she's uh she's a Sasha or a Bailey. I mean, I don't think anyone's on those those their lower Bailey level. Bailey's just fantastic. Like yeah. I, I think people appreciate it, but I think like 5 10 years down the line you're going to see the evolution of Bailey just as a whole and people got to realize she's got to be on on I don't know about the Mount Rushmore of, of American women's wrestling, but she's definitely in that in that talk of maybe top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just it, it's it's a treat to watch. But uh, Belair wise, I mean, but she has the charisma. Flair's never had yeah. that charisma. She no. has that heat, that that RBF, if you will. But Bianca Belair, she can kind of do both. I mean, she made skipping while twirling her twelve <laughs> foot braid cool as hell. You, you. I remember when she came out, like, what the hell is the EST even mean? And she was like, the best, the, you know, this and that. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, that makes more sense now. And then you're going along with it as you're twirling your imaginary 14-foot braid, <laughs> you know, in your living room. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, in a way, I think as an entertainer, per se, yeah, Bianca Belair, I think, is a few steps ahead. Wrestling-wise and carrying a match, I would give maybe a little, a little more, just because of maybe time to Charlotte. But Belair is just on fire. Tell me what happens every time a Charlotte match goes off script. What happens? 
And she gets uh, deer in the headlights and doesn't know what to do, and then she's confused, and then she does a moonsault, and barely uh, her opponent barely catches. I I feel like Bianca is learning how to control the match, but there's nothing yeah. called. You know, but look at it. Well, yeah. That's why when you when you look at look at people like like you mentioned Sasha, that's a perfect one. Look at look at Rhea. Look at Dakota Kai. They all look Candice LeRae even on a, on a, on a, on a yeah. end. They all have worked in so many different places. They've learned so many different ways to do work. The 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 people from this the performance centers just don't. Like, did you watch Halloween Havoc? I did. That that did. that ambulance match was the biggest clusterfuck thing I've ever seen because you had the younger Stevenson brother who's been trained by the E, and then you had the, the Creed brother who has been trained by the E. Now, mind you, I laughed hysterically because it was so stiff, but yeah. it was fucking, it was horrific. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what to do. They've never had experience, no. you know? Well, they, that and I think Creed, bad. I think the Creed brothers are going to be something pretty damn good. I mean, Kemp, He's he's obviously green. He has the amateur background, of course, but yeah, it was. Uh, I mean that match. The whole show was hard to watch. Oh God, sure. the, the Halloween haunted house thing. I don't yeah. think this is a good idea, guys. I like haunted houses. <laughs> Let's go do it. We're gonna go put out her fire. Then there's. I like thought it was fucking... more so Elia. Elia taking the fall after a spear. That, that was my big thing. <laughs> yeah, but like, that. and that the uh, the Roxy Cora Jade match is doing things that they don't know what to do with. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it shows, and it sucks because I I like you know um, Dragunov so much, and I like um, Jordan Devlin so much. Yeah, just like I didn't care at that. Oh, point. I just realized JD stands for Jordan Devlin. <laughs> McDonough. Oh, like, well done, well done. Like the ladder match was fine, but it's just you know it's another ladder match. They have their yeah. their pre their 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 company made weapons that are made to break, even though they're ladders and like. Or murder your audience member as, uh, who's the big dude, uh, Von Wagner, when he pulled out that 12-foot ladder and almost murdered that woman? <laughs> and, then, and then tell me why uh, Apollo Creed, or Cruz, or whatever, Cruz. Apollo Cruz, gets chunk-slammed or whatever through this casket, then the lights the come down. And then they come back up and he's walking out with spooky druids. Like, oh my god, how did he get from there to there? Like, <laughs> I'm just laughing. Like, so they had to come fix. Like, there was a drain issue in my bathroom, and yeah. I paused it and changed the channel because I was embarrassed that somebody was going to see what I was watching. <laughs> like, it was, Alex, I didn't, even, I didn't even make a word file for it. I, I, I literally didn't write anything down about the match. And I, and you, you know, over the last four or five years, how how much I keep track of everything I've. Yeah. Remember that notebook? Where I had, I kept track of every raw I watched, even like this. And, and you mm-hmm. know, I was like, no more weekly shows. I'm just gonna do pay per views and big shows. I didn't even, I didn't even copy and fucking down. I was like, this is, yeah, this is the worst show of the year. And this is, this is the worst show of the year. 
the w, I think WWE and NXT had their worst pay-per-views, their worst major premium live event. Day after, uh, from a like, day right, apart from right, each other? Yeah, I mean, Extreme Rules, we, we didn't, that was after, or after our last show. We didn't talk about yeah. that. I, the, ladder the, match was cool, but again, why are we saying a ladder match twice back-to-back days? <laughs> Because, again, it was Bianca and, you know, and and Bailey, and I I thought they both worked really well. Um, I I love that. I just just love Bailey. I'm not going to lie. I'm just – that's my new new crush, but um, just as a worker. But I I thought it was a fine match. Cross and McIntyre, that was horseshit. Rousey and Liv Morgan, that should never have passed two minutes in a weapons match. Oh, my God. Really getting hit. Ooh, the 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 opener was good except for the twenty nine thousand falsies and three of those guys should have been murdered or dead within some of the no I like the spots. opener the opener ruled I will I it will was admit good that. but too many falsies man but but a lot of them were breakups I'll give you that a lot of them were breakups in that Donnie Brook um, it was a hard hitting match I mean it was like watching a random a puro mixed with DDT, you know, kind of in a way with utilizing, you know, barrels and shit. Um, Balor and Edge, I mean, I think that oh, was God. still going on. Oh, um, my God. That, fight Pit was ridiculous. You don't, you don't need to take me to, to another. Uh, a fight Pit sucked. How come they get into a Fight Pit and then just work a normal match? I was like, what and the, the cage. <laughs> Are we still oh, on the air? And then that horrific Bray Wyatt thing. Oh my God! Yeah, when there's when the head was on the uh, the head was oh, on the, the mask was on the table. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and they all get scared. It was just my thing. The pinpointer production, as the WWE tries to pinpoint it, everything was off with the reactions of of all the. Um, Firefly Funhouse characters, everything was off by like two or three seconds, and it totally threw me off, and it made me hate the segment. And then fans being douchebags right next to them, they should have got security and be like, hey, guys, back off for like a minute. Let us film this, and then you can do whatever you want. It was just so – it just seemed so amateurish. Like it it seemed like something we would have seen in GCW. (laughs) No offense. Well, it doesn't help when – also, the spotlight comes down. You got some guy in a in a vulture costume. Like I laughed yeah. so hard, and then, the, then there's the pig, and then there's the the witch, and they have two titles dangling over the apron. Like, who are you insinuating? It's Alexa Bliss. <laughs> like it was oh, it's so dumb. And then then they show Uncle Howdy, I think is his name, who Ooh. looks like the. That's what that guy that looks like the main character of the black phone. But they always show him the, the videos. He's got that. Isn't that the same mask as the movie The Black Phone where the guy's like, I have the phone! <laughs> Is there really a line in that movie? Uh, it's on the, it's on the I commercial. That's oh, the movie I recommend where the, kids the movie in, Barbarian, though. That movie is the shit. I love it. That, isn't that the movie where the kid's like locked in a cell and there's a phone that rings? The barbarian? No, no, there's no. No, no, the black phone. No, that's to do with 
teleportation. That's what that movie is yeah, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is casted as the grabber. The villain in... Sounds like your name. Um, <laughs> the the yeah, villain the, from Moon Knight? Did you ever watch Moon Knight? Yeah, I saw Moon Knight. Remember Moon Knight? That was, that was a thing. I liked Moon Kit Knight Harrington. more than I liked... Uh, Kid Harrington wasn't in Moon Knight, was he? No, he was in Eternals. Yeah. Like the big knight guy at the end? He was like the red knight? Well, Kid Harrington was he was in he was in Eternals. Yeah, and he's also in Moon Knight. Is he? I, I liked Moon Knight more than I liked um uh what was the other one? Don't say uh, She Hulk, because that was one of the best No, not She Hulk, uh Miss Marvel. Damn. I thought the like, are, are first... you against teenage women of color? Is that one? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> I, I I thought like the, the first like two episodes and like the finale were really good, but like the uh-huh. middle episodes were like they went overseas and then they're like in the past and then like something I had no idea what was going on. I was like, this is just this is like watching House of Dragon where like oh, ten years like... later. No, I did like it, but I was just confused by a lot of it. I stopped after the second episode in the future. <laughs> How many was it? Like four, I think? Yeah. I Or maybe it was just the one. I don't know. I really liked the younger version, but I get why you didn't really need to tell more of that story. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, you're screwed. You're married, <laughs> being told by your own dad. Like, well, good luck uh, to whatever happened. And then she's banging her bodyguard, and then I stop watching. I'm assuming it turns on her. Uh, no, they they burn him alive. Jesus! Spoiler alert. Because <laughs> they found out it wasn't the 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 black dude's kids, and then everyone just kept calling him an idiot. Like you think uh, these are your sons? He's like, they're my kids, father. He didn't really say that, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, you're like, oh, next episode, oh, hey, they're older again. All right, I guess they're going that route. I didn't need to see any of the story anyway. That no, is that, fun. I, well, no, yeah, like, I don't know how the hell we got it. See, this is why Bray Wyatt sucks. Is he's, It's so dumb, it makes us start talking about Marvel because it's this spooky, spooky bullshit. I agree. It's so dumb. I, I'm so mad they brought him back because he does nothing. Like, and I understand people love him, but I get it. Fine, whatever. But I don't want to watch it. it. It it's not for me. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna pay attention to it. Just keep him fucking. If you're gonna bring back Alistair Black, put him in his spooky shit against Bray Wyatt and his spooky shit and put them in a program for six months so I can just fast forward over it all. Just fast forward <laughs> it all. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I'm, I'm... I just don't care. Like, remember some of the shit Bray or Malachi Black was talking about when he did that, like, Twitch? He's like, yeah, man, these angles, we were going to, these ideas I had, Vince loved him. Yeah, he loved him so much he fired you. Um, you know, I was going to have like a green lighting in the background to symbolize the green boot laces that so-and-so had. That was my next opponent, how I was foreshadowing. Like, 
Shut up. <laughs> Stupid. Nobody cares. Yeah. Oh, wrestling. That, and that's why, honestly, Ryan, it's been a, two months. I didn't realize it was that long. Uh, just wrestling has not been not been doing it for me. I don't know if it's because of the, the all-out scrum where I, I'm totally, you know, like, yeah, those elite are a bunch of uh, douchebags. And then, like, as we know, the investigation from that finally concluded, not as much as the Vince McMahon investigation, which concluded as well recently, uh, which possibly have cost them $20 million. But, hey, when you're making a billion dollars a year, who cares? When you're having great third <laughs> quarters, when you're making $8 million gate, that uh, clash of the the, the headstone or, or stonehedge or whatever they had out, out in, uh, in Wales, um, it doesn't matter. But, like, I don't know. For them to then troll punk, especially on tonight's uh, Dynamite, um, for them to be previewing the elite comeback, um, and then for what they did with the trolling of Punk tonight for Jericho's opponent, um, just slap in the face um, for the guy that that did a lot for that company. Um, just because the elite were prima donna jerks who weren't getting their way, and their segments and their ratings were plummeting when they were on TV, while everyone else's were you know either steady or going up or weren't hurting. Like when Omega came back or when the Bucks were on TV. Um, but yet, they're just treated like everything is fine. And they're not realizing that they're not the needle movers. Granted, Punk wasn't that 2 million viewers a week like everyone thought it was going to be. Um, very stagnant in a way. And, and like you were saying, you like, you know, and, and we thought it was cool. But when you have over 100 wrestlers on a roster and you have, what, three hours of TV a week? maybe four hours of the internet and you still have the same old shit and you still keep bringing in independent talent on these dark shows and you have over a hundred people on your roster you can get with all the wrestling. And you know me, I was a fan since the fucking beginning, since we went to all in. But my but God, you, when you just, you hate the company because of the CM, the CM Punk thing has scarred you, Alex. It, it you, has you, because the wrong fucking people I including disagree. Adam Page, are getting off Scott fucking free on this. I wholeheartedly disagree. Dis- disagree, because you got you got you got to look at you got to look at this too. Who who got Kenny attacked? Omega is not a draw in America. Kenny Omega is a draw in Japan. Maybe I that. No, I would. But say Kenny Omega I, is nothing. Young Bucks is just a West Coast goddamn tag team. Who only put, I don't know, maybe their friends over, the Lucha Brothers, every once in a while? They're not champs. Goddamn, man. And I'd say some of the matches have been better. I like how the the talent during this, you know, two-month thing, you know, the acclaimed have been getting over, you know, they've been doing some, some interesting stuff. But then you have, like, here's Ring of Honor for a majority of the show. We're going to just throw these people in. Hey, you remember Brian Cage? You tried to build him up. Then he was gone. Then he bitched about the company. Then his wife bitched. Then we're going to build him up. We're going to say he's the Swolverine again. It's going to be great. Who's his first opponent? Wardlow. What's going to happen in this match? Well, I'm pretty sure Wardlow's going to win. And guess what? Wardlow fucking won. And guess what? Brian Cage pinned on the goddamn mat. What's the point? See, but like... I see. I and I. I don't. 
I don't look. I can't look at it that way. Like when when you want to talk about the the elite being prima donna pieces of shit and all that stuff and who I've never met them, but it is what it is. They might be. They might not be. You never know. The, the consensus with a lot of the people in the locker room were all saying, well, it's, it might be better if Punk is just gone because of the thing. Like, can, can, can well, you, you mean honest, the, the pro wrestling gorilla wrestlers or no, I'm, no. And there's like seven or eight of those guys left. So I don't, I don't think that that's a real thing. That was a thing when it first started. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like, is is if one somebody got somebody got physically attacked by a person, another person got a concussion from a chair thrown at him, and CM Punk also then said in the scrum, "If you have a problem with me, come into my come into my room." So they came into his room. So yeah. he told you to come in, and then you guys then then they got attacked. And, he, and then he says, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I don't know why everyone's making such a big deal about it. When he, he went into that press conference ready to pick a fight with that Nathan Houseman guy, only to him to say, no, I'm actually not friends with Scott Colton, to the point Punk's whole vendetta that he was ready to do stopped, and he went, well, I guess I apologize. <laughs> so he, he went into that thing trying to pick a fight already. You, yeah, which we discussed on the last show. For sure. Which, which you because can't we knew say he was that. hurt, so well, he, on, he knew on. he had the butt shit off his chest. Yeah, so he knew he he's not going to be around anyway. So what does it matter? I can I can disregard this company and basically say this company can't even be like they can't even run a target. And my boss is sitting next to me, and you think that's okay? And he said it's not a big deal. That's a big deal. He's a psychopath if he thinks it's not a not a big deal. That's like like if the owner of your business was next to you and you degraded everything about it. That guy's gonna tell you to get the fuck out of here. You don't do that. Whether whether you think it or you don't think it, you don't go in there for a premeditated attack. It's it's mm-hmm. also it's also Yeah, but then Tony Khan could have shut that shit down right away. He let that go. That was That's way because he's on. a pussy. It's because he's a pussy. Jericho apparently was going to come in there and shut it down. Jericho, Jericho said he he was like, I love Punk until this. I mean, look at it's he's got quotes out there. Yeah, but this is also a guy whose wife was a part of the January sixth White House attack. So I mean, I I don't really. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with this pro wrestling thing. My my Mm. my my point being is with what he's with with everything he said, and then Mm -hmm. his camp debunked the door kick in. Oh, that really didn't happen. But then seven weeks later, he goes, yeah, they knocked my dog's teeth out. Well, how did they <laughs> knock your teeth, dog's teeth out when you literally, your camp admitted that the door was never kicked in and that was overblown? But now you're saying, again, it has. So now you've literally gone back on your story. And then eight or nine people hours later said, that's not a real thing. That never happened with the dog. This guy just says shit. And it and. I've said this on the air numerous times. I've referred to it twice because of how much how great his shit was before. I loved CM Punk, but the guys, I I, I bet you this is one of the best thing best quotes I heard was CM Punk is the kind of guy who would never look back at something and go, "Damn, I really did that, didn't I? I fucked up. I shouldn't have done that." I bet you he's never felt that way once in his life. No, probably not. 
And that's fucked up. Like, how many times have you gone, wow, I really, really did that bad? Should have done it that way. And then you went and apologized to people. Like, we've both had interactions that way. This, I guarantee you this man has never even thought that. He thinks he does nothing wrong. And this is the third company he's had problems in now. <laughs> so it's, it's oh, at, some yeah. point, at, at some point, it's a taco's a taco. <laughs> you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, it's, if this happens everywhere you go, it's, it's going to happen everywhere you go. If they bring him back to the E, it's going to happen to get in the E. I mean, and he said some really, I I, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen unless they really want to pop like. Well, some, this is I don't know, but I don't even. But I think the the the, the love is gone for it's. It's funny how the internet is just, or just the wrestling community is totally turned on him. Um, on, I, on that I, aspect. Because he was speaking truth, majority of of everything I would say that he talks about. Now he's but, not the best wrestler in the world, as he claims to be. But I think as an overall package, yeah, I think he has the common sense on how to run a story. Look at every match. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He didn't put him over, which is a way. But he built these these younger stars within this company. Like he and, he legit and that was thought- pissing them off. Mm-hmm. But see, I don't even mind that. Like, sorry, bro, he's a bigger draw than you. He needs to win. No, I'm not saying the younger stars was pissing off Bucks and Omega because they were losing but, the but control the thing, over that young crowd. Nobody yeah. ever reported this. This was what CM Punk just said. That's why I have a problem with it is, is these, these people Our that were sitting Thompson there. Our has come out and said, yeah, he was a great Ricky Starks, Darby Allen. Everyone has come out and said how he has helped people backstage. And I Johnson, he, he was the guy who stayed and watched Dark. He watched Dark Elevation. Not discrediting that. But what I'm discrediting is he made all these accusations about – I'm not talking about Hangman. Hangman, look, yeah. Hangman talks shit, and, and he, but he did it in a wrestling ring at least, and Punk gave it to him back in a wrestling ring. So I mm-hmm. think those two that, – to me, that's a wash. Now, the fact yeah. that, he thought, that he thought Hangman was going to shoot on him and he was nervous going into that match, I think it was a little far-fetched. You know, I understand when he thought, like, he thought Ryback was going to do that, too. No, Ryback was just a shitty wrestler, and you should have beat him and worked <laughs> that idiot. The, Z-Pack. The, <laughs> the, the, the problem I have is, if you're going to make these accusations about these people in this interview, why is there no reporting to back any of it up? Why don't you, why, and, and the fact that the reporters never said, well, who... Who said that, or where did you hear that from? That never happened. That's the only. That's my only problem. Is you can't throw all these all these facts out there about people and have nothing back up. But then when everything comes at you, everything is factually backed up by quotes and interviews. That's my problem. But what young wrestler past 2019 has said, "Yeah, Kenny Omega's really helped me." Yeah, Matt Jackson was like, "You know what? I am going to watch your match and do this." Not a goddamn single one. No, but I've never heard them say that they've buried people. Yeah, but they're, if if they're EVPs and they're not assisting in their growth, they but they haven't they haven't been a part of the booking committee since. Look that. at that women's division that Omega's a part of. Look at that video game that Omega's a part of. It's not very well, yeah, good. But, yeah, but video games come on. Video game. There's a there's an Ubisoft uh, pirate game that I've been waiting to play since 2018. 
<laughs> and it was supposed to come out actually this Friday, and now it's delayed until March again. So video games get delayed. Uh, I can't remember. It's some pirate game, but it's like a four-player co-op. It's really dope. But... Oh, no, I'm just talking about the amount of money that they spent on it. It looks like horse shit. Well, that's because they made it animated. It's like I mean, a, it's I, like I a, get, I, I get the aspect of that, but you could still make it a little bit more next gen. Then I was like, oh yeah, let's go back to No Mercy. The, but, but like, I guess I, I guess where, where I'm going is like, whether they they've never been a they don't book they're not a part of any of that stuff since that angle on on Dynamite where the Creepers all came in the ring and there was like. SCU and the Bucks were getting beat up, and that one guy was punching Dustin Rhodes, and he wasn't even close to punching him. <laughs> yeah, none of those guys have been a part of booking since that that episode. Like Tony Khan has said that himself. Yeah. So like they're so, you know, EVPs are not. They're 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 not in charge for that aspect anymore. They have other things that they do. You know the the stuff that that. Matt Jackson's wife does for that company with all their charities and stuff. That's more what they're doing. So they're not a part of, like, I, yeah, they don't watch their, their matches. Yeah, I agree. Punk did that because he loved wrestling and was good at it and had a great mind for it. My problem is the fact that of taking shots on, on a live press conference with unfactual statements and thinking there's nothing that you didn't, thinking you did nothing wrong is, is ridiculous. And if you can't own up to that, especially when your team is debunking everything you said, your your publicity team is debunking everything you said. Whether whether Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are assholes or not assholes, they uh-huh. don't have to go out there and, and and watch wrestlers' matches and tell them things. They don't have to do that. I wish I wish more people did that. Jericho does it. I think Jericho's great with that kind of stuff. That's why Jericho has all those got all the fun guests with the good stories. It's because everybody's had a good interaction with them. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan, Brian Danielson. That's why everybody talks highly about him and Mox. It's it, if, if anything, Mox, Jericho, and Danielson are the locker room leaders there now. You know, they're the ones that, that are having those meetings with, with the talent. Oh, I just, Danielson. I just I don't. That's that's what I'm saying. Like my thing in- is is that if you're if you have them under contract, you say, boys, get your shit together. Let's make money out of this instead of whatever pending lawsuits or you know threatens of lawsuits or this and that. I think that's where it's bullshit. Where it should be having a big payoff. Yeah, I, I think you if you would have look at Edge and Matt Hardy when they did that. It worked, and they worked through it. And they, they yeah. you know, they, they put... The problem with AEW is is there's too many people... Like Thunder Rosa is an example. I loved Thunder Rosa. And now I'm like, good fucking riddance. <laughs> you know, like she she broke J.B. Hader's nose and then hid in a bathroom. Aren't you supposed to be some badass? Yeah. You know, oh, you're going to drop the title to Tony Storm? Oh, what, you suddenly can't wrestle? What are you, fucking Suama? Maybe she's booking the, the women's. <laughs> like, I, I it's, think, just, yeah. it's just, it's such disarray. I mean, and then, you know, of course, 
Uh, you you have the Sammy Guevara, friend of the show, you know, buddy of ours. It's another know, guy. Times. But then it's just like he's somehow turned into, you know, a backstage interesting source, you know. Uh, of course, we're Kingston. Um, and then uh, who was the last one? It was literally well, just that. That's, I think these two, are, these two are in the same life but different. The other one was Andrade. I, I don't Andrade, think it helps the fact that Andrade literally. Wants to get out of yeah, yeah, so like he, he probably provoked a little more than he should have too. The difference to me with Kingston and Guevara is they both openly apologize to each other that they fucked up. Yeah. Like, I respect that at least. But this is like the third time now Guevara's got into shit. It's like, someone needs to slap this fucking kid. <laughs> you know, ever since he went heel. Yeah. You know, he's got, he got he's the wife. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. I that's that's one thing too. Uh, people brought up that I agree with. I like if if I could ever have an interview, if we ever had Tony Khan on, I would say you don't have to answer this, but can you tell me how MJF Punk was going to play out? Probably going to play out of full gear if he wasn't injured. Mm-hmm. Like, is Moxley playing the Punk role, or are they doing something different? Well, MJF's got to win in his hometown, right? I don't know. Call me crazy, but... Otherwise, isn't he damaged because he's tweeting too much at the moment? Or, like... No. He's got to do some heedless shit to get that title, right? He he can't just win it clean because it's full 110%. Mox has got to be 110%. This has got to be a ploy. I, I don't think there's any turning back from this now at this point. I think the whole point was to have Punk beat MJF at full gear and do a double turn is what I thought they were going to do. Because that, cause Punk was going to go heel. He was, he yeah, was, he was definitely showing shades of that for sure, yeah. You, and you could tell, the like... Beard was... <laughs> the beard was... Yeah. But, like, the arenas were slowly starting to... You know, it wasn't 100% bonkers. It was, like, 90-10 or, like, 85-50. Like, it was slowly starting to... Unravel a little bit, which is a good thing because then you can turn them and not lose anything. Yeah, and it's kind of how MGF slowly was starting to get cheers before he he went on that sabbatical. Or you know more which and more. Didn't you, you, you come... What's that? Because he must, he must have been on. I said which helped him quite a bit. He must be on that repsports.com, <laughs> R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Get like MJF. Get like me, the audacious yeah, Alex like Mello. Then out of my shirt, it is wonderful. I don't know. It's it's just great. I can wear size 36 pants. Ooh, <laughs> not going to lie. RepSports.com, uh, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Use the promo code WrestleCast, C-A-S-T. Uh, at checkout, save 15% off your order, which if you order some awesome, you know, Hard uh, hard mask caps are, or their, their protein, whenever they get that back in. Uh, but their Recub 7, I definitely recommend as a uh, kind of uh, pre or during a workout. Definitely helps you push and get those gains a little bit more, um, as well as, uh, like I said, kind of their, their muscle hardening capsules, uh, which I'm not going to lie, Ryan. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely full CM Punk in myself. So uh, definitely yeah. go again. 
Sports Zach. But you got facts to back it up. You flex in that mirror and see it, baby. You're like, look at this shit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm not at your your bicep level yet, but but I'm getting there. I'm after you. <laughs> I'm going for Elijah. Oh shit, Elijah McNeil, <laughs> we coming for you. <laughs> How about that picture I sent? I sent it to uh, you know Elijah on Snapchat. He he, he laughed, and uh, that was so weird. I was like, wait, that is that Seth Rollins, is that Elijah, Tonga? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, Elijah's got that weird thing where he looks like every celebrity. Yeah. Like, every, like hey, look, that's Josh Koscheck from the UFC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, oh. man. Yeah, that, that, um, I'm I'm curious to see how this sounds. That MJ, see, like, that's what I said, too, when I, when I was like, well, I've been enjoying these last few weeks. Yeah. That MJF shit, he's just, he's on another level. Like, he's on that level, like, when The Rock first figured it out, and you're just like, this guy's going to be something special. Yeah. Like, that promo he did with Regal? Ooh. <laughs> Regal says they didn't know what they were going to say to each other. Props to Regal for giving that trust. But, I mean, MJF's on, you know, again, I don't know, a whole nother level when it comes to yeah, the mic work. Just... I mean, Roman Reigns is even paying tribute on Halloween. Uh, to MJF there, rocking that Burberry scarf. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I mean, people are watching. You know, 2024 is, you know, just a year and some change away. Uh, now, that's going to be a great right? war. No. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Of I course, you know, like the rumors are he just signed. signed. Yeah. Like, I feel like he, he when, when he got paid, he got paid with, like, a five-year deal. Kind of like... When they were when they when they paid Jericho and they they paid these this last round of guys, I feel like he actually got paid longer. But it's it's such a great storyline. Why not keep doing it? Oh yeah, I you mean know? he's got to be what three to five million. He's got to be in that Kevin Owens territory, right? I mean, yeah, he has to be. I I can get, I I'm willing to a hundred percent say he's in seven figures now, as he should be. And what- Great is he is that attraction wrestler. Like we're talking about FTR prior, where it's like when they wrestle, it's a big deal. When him and Yuta, Wheeler uh, Yuta wrestled, um, again, Yuta's not the best on the mic, but I thought that match was great. You know, you're <laughs> yeah. showing the yoke at the guest. And I thought, and I love the history. I love how they broke down their history like mm-hmm. the week before. Atrocious promo skills or not. Um, you would have brought that emotion and brought that 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 history they have between the two. Um, so I, I thoroughly in, enjoyed that match. Uh, you know, when I say AEW has been rough, it's because I've been such a fan of yeah, what they do for years, and then now I'm like, oh, like I I see this, I see that. You know, what is this? Like I went on the A, you know, on Facebook and AEW posted, you know, hey, here's a scissor party for, you know, uh, daddy ass, you know, this Wednesday. <laughs> on like Monday they posted it, and then oh, let me let me try to find it. Um, and I was the first comment because I just happened to see like right when they posted it, and then I was like, um, oh damn it, uh, do do do. Cardi B is Marge, gross. Um, do, do, do. Oh, here it is. Um, I was like, wait, wasn't he kidnapped, got Pete Dunned, and 
unable to scissor while shot in cinematic E mode a few days ago. Because they didn't mention any of that shit. But I, like, called it out, and then I got all these comment replies, which were all positive, like, oh, yeah, DW, what do you expect? Or, huh, you know, got a bunch of likes and this and that. And then I noticed on Facebook today they changed the picture, and it was, you know, they were like, well, what happened was swerving, you know, daddy ass on, you know, on Rampage. I was like, oh, now you back your tracks up? You know, because then everybody on the comment thread was feeding off of what I said. Yeah. You know, so well, I, that's... I was just like, come on, like, you have to fucking find your, you know, you got to be more. And, that, and that's what they were always good at before it was the continuity. And that's what we always used to shit on with the E. Or now it just seems like it's kind of like falling apart. They're trying to do stuff uh, that they say they weren't, <laughs> you know, they weren't, <laughs> you know, the E or DNA or any of that shit. Um, but some of it is, is kind of feeling, you know, into that step at times. But there was the saving grace. I mean, the acclaim still, they pop me every time. I turn oh, yeah. the bows up, second to the loudest it can go for the first, you know, for that whole five-minute intro. Mm-hmm. You know, I got people in the house yelling, scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> so when they, when they started doing it with the chairs during that swerve MTR match, I was dying. Yeah, I was dying. Like God, man. It and you know once again that's why too. I look. I if I was WWE, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have used them either. I would have been afraid that he would have got the show hijacked. <laughs> I really would have been. I was like, look, this crowd's gonna pop so hard. Yeah. When he comes on, because the last time we saw him, Triple H said to him, he goes, "Yeah, well, my." My dad, father-in-law is going to just buy your ass and fire your ass a second time. And everyone's like, oh, okay. and he was like, oh, no, you know, when they were joking. Yeah. Well, now he's like one of the biggest acts in wrestling. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. you know, this guy's like 60. Company. You know, yeah. he's on, he, he, him and, him and Takashi Sugara must like yeah. work out together. <laughs> It's like, God, man. He's huge in real yeah. life. Obviously, he's a bodybuilder, but he's like, what, 6'7", six, 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah, he's a big boy. Walking awesome. Yeah, he's... he's... That is a large man. <laughs> but I mean, but I, I, again, I'm, I'm not all like anti-AEW now or anything like that. It's just some of the things now I, I just see more of the crack. Maybe because my blinders are off. Maybe it's just because, you know, I'm enjoying a little bit more of the WWE uh, you know, or, or what have you. I'm not gonna lie. So the surprise tonight, pretty freaking cool. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, you know, my old head, I, I liked what was said. Um, so it'll be interesting where they go with that too. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think you gotta really I'm really intrigued to see your text message in the morning. Yeah, I'll watch it first. I'll I'm watch it before there. I watch the challenge here. Uh, so I, I, I guess know. the challenge is pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. My God, um, I, I think you got to look at this in two ways. One, we're still getting the stuff we like. If if WWE did MJF versus Wheeler Yuta, they would have Michael Cole spend three and a half weeks explaining to you the same thing, like you're a fucking idiot about mm-hmm. why this match is important. They did it in a promo and left yeah. it there because they know you're not an idiot. And the second thing is, 
as much as you're, you know, as much as you're like, oh, they're doing stuff that they said they weren't going to be in this net. Yes, I agree with that. But at some point, it's it's pro wrestling, and you're going to do those avenues at some point because you got to do, you got to keep trying to do different things. And at some point, yeah. you're going to do the things you didn't want to do. But you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over. And while I do agree that there is some, like, oh, of course the firm was going to beat up MJF. I knew that was going to happen. You know, God forbid. But at some point, you need to do those repetitive type things because it's just the easiest way to get it over. Yeah, but so soon. It's just like, yeah, I hired you, but not a hire you. And then two weeks later, it's like. We also have to take into effect that they probably had to change six months' worth of, of plans with a lot of these people. True, true. You know, and the other Moxley's supposed they, to be on vacation right now. Yeah. Because whatever yeah, everything I heard was Renee Paquette wasn't going to sign until she came back from vacation. That was when she was going to debut. WWE yeah. pitched through a bunch of money at her to come back, which got Khan to go, fuck it. If he's sticking around, we'll give you even more. Just come right now, and then you can leave when, when he gets his break. And that's why she randomly showed up. And she's mm-hmm. good. I think she's – I do truly think – Well, I do truly she was in the perfect place for her to debut. Let's be real. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I think she's so much better than the, the average talking head that, you know, oh, God other God. companies have, you know. She she understands the product. She – you know, and that's why I'm gonna. This is gonna be a side kudos that doesn't have anything to do with the segment. Important. That yeah, yeah. Talks. You feel that like it's a big talks. deal. And yeah. I want to say this real quick too, and not to jump off subject, but we had a second to talk about. It, I didn't. I'm gonna do it right now. Do you remember the person that I was literally bearing on air and then came and sat down next to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. She, I want her to do commentary for every Dragon Gate match that is in America. Is she doing Dragon Gate commentary now? So she did GCW. SBK. She's like, SBK, you know, he's part of, he's a part of Zebrats in Japan. Oh, you know, that's always going for the FC shooter. She did her homework. She researched the talent. When, yeah, but when she knew she, she knows the Japan product. She wrestles there or wrestles. Well, I, don't, I, don't know if she, I don't think. Yeah, she hasn't wrestled since SB Kento's ever debuted. Okay. Like, I, but I mean, but she paid attention. Like the when yeah. when Shin Skywalker beat Blake Christian or whoever it was on that. No, it wasn't Blake Christian. Whoever the fuck he beat doesn't matter. It was an outside Jordan show. Oliver. Yeah, there you go. I think it was Jordan Oliver. The 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 commentators is is. Oh, he, he really likes Luke Skywalker. That's why he shouldn't Skywalker. Like, what? And he's like, oh, no. the, and he, instead of the SSW, he's like, here's the SP, SP bomb. And like, he didn't know the names of the moves. He didn't know the history Oof. of the wrestlers. You know, she comes in. She's like, Yamato, former four-time Open the Dreamgate champion, was a uh, part of ironically with that former champion John Moxley in Comic Con USA in uh, in the Dragon Gate USA back in the early. You know, 2000, I'm like, she, just, she went and did her fucking homework. Let's go. That's I, I shut off the beta. You made it. Yeah, awesome. I was like, that is refreshing. And I didn't notice it until um, I, was, I was listening to Open the Boys, Kate, and I hadn't seen one of the, the Game Changer shows, the, the one she did her first commentary with those guys. And they're, you know, they're burying the fuck out of it just like I was. And then they started talking about her, and I'm like, okay, they're, they're – I don't. I can't agree with this. And then I watch it, and I'm like, 
holy shit, like, she's really good at what she's talking about. Yeah. So well, I just good. wanted to throw that in there while Renee made me think of that. Nice. But, yeah, I just, I like, I understand there's issues, and I think people just kind of just realize a a business changing event happened that would mm-hmm. shake up any kind of a company and you you just got to get through it because we saw it with the same person when he left WWE when we couldn't believe it I mean that company it doesn't fucking matter anyway but they, they ended up getting past it mm-hmm. AEW will get past this and it, it oh, just, yeah. I, I hate I hate so much that that somebody that I know we both really like and somebody that I've I've defended when it's happened two other times before it did I just wish this wasn't the stigma that's gonna be on this guy's career. Love him or hate him. This is he's this is one of the things he's gonna be remembered for now and it sucks. What's his AEW legacy before the scrum? He was. Did he help this company? Obviously, we know rating wise, it went up and down, but nothing. He wasn't the needle mover. Uh, gate wise, that's a different he, story. He Live shows seem to be more, or their weekly shows seem to be more up in attendance, um, as well as obviously, you know, the quote unquote million dollar gates. You know, we don't know what's fabricated or not. Um, I believe the million you know, dollar Forbidden gate. Door I mean, is not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for, yeah, Forbidden Door, I mean, obviously, that was United Center, which is different, too, which helps. But, like. Yeah. You had the, the perfect storm of a guy that you hadn't seen in 11 years or however long, nine years or whatever. Uh, no, it was 11 years, 10 years. Guy you haven't seen in that long, and you got to put him numerous times in a building in his home state that you call your home venue. So it was a perfect storm, I think. You know, that's like if, you know, if Minneapolis was the was the mecca. And... Brock Lesnar hadn't been on TV in 10 years. You know, people oh, yeah, lose their shit. I mean, right. After 10 years? Yeah, he, he's, yeah. No, how long was he gone for? Was it 10? It was probably close to 10, because his, like, yeah. first run in the year was, what, a year? Like, in reality, it wasn't, like, that long. I mean, maybe yeah, two he, years? He only, worked, he only works two manias. Yeah. That's, wow, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I bet you it was it was probably a lot long, and and I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I mean, now that dude's a bigger deal than he ever was. That's for yeah, sure. true, true. Oh man, I can't. Um, I, I'm I'm excited for one match at the 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 Blood Money show, him and Lashley. I just want to. I don't re- five minutes of what's that? The tag rematch? No, don't don't care. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I like those, those a lot of those wrestlers. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll watch it, but like, I just oh, I, I hope Lashley and Lesnar's six minutes, and it's just violence. Just just give me straight beef, throw each other around. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's what I want to fucking see. Well, before we get to our go preview, um, so yeah, I mean, okay. CM Punk, I mean, does this. I mean, it's a pattern, like you said. It's the third company where it's essentially the same same issue. Um, I mean, doesn't it show, like you said, a taco is a taco, but doesn't it show that sometimes within these companies it's not? I mean, we know 
Maybe they're not run correctly all the time. You know, and it does get frustrating, and you do want to boil over. Uh, but now his legacy post-scrum and everything that has happened and the investigation and, and what have you, uh, I mean, this Punk's legacy, I mean, Tarnish, should he have never have come back? No. Oh, God, that's that's such a devil's advocate question, or answer. Because a part of me is like, I think, I think we got off of the stink of the him and Cabana situation. So, like, nobody remembers that anymore that much, or nobody did or whatever. So, you, you always, I think you had a good taste in his mouth. But, I mean, we were there for that first match, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've never raced up to buy two T-shirts without saying a word of what I'm doing in my life. I was like, got to get a shirt. Yeah. Hope this is the right size. <laughs> you know, like that was like this is all I'm gonna do right now. Gotta get that shit. <laughs> you know, it's it was fun. It was good. But I I think my biggest black eye is the fact that he it's a it's along the lines of Kenta. Where I'm just, you know, you start watching those last matches, and he's yeah. trying to do this and he can't do it. He's trying to do that and he can't do it, and trying for that and it's not working. And you're just like, fuck. Maybe yeah. it just was a little too late. Oof. Like the promo stuff was great. Like I, I, I still for one, I, and I'm probably on the minority of, of this with everybody, whether they take sides or not. I'm the guy in the middle who probably by himself, but I have no issue with him and him and hangman. I, I don't, when you, when you, when you're listed, when you're known as a guy who's willing to shoot on the mic, I think if somebody's willing to bring it at you that hard, even, you know, <coughs> whether it's known or not known and you're good enough to give it back, I think you're just better yeah. in your storyline. So I don't, I don't hate that at all. Well, I mean, his whole retort was just like, no one wants you here. That well, was, that was retort. Otherwise, you were sloppy as hell trying to get out the words of, like, well, the people and bro. Well, Kingston was the, so I, I Kingston think was the main the no one wants you here. I, I, Remember, I, I Kingston think was like, I'm going to say whatever, what everyone in that locker room is afraid to yeah. say to your face. We don't want you here. You're not welcome here. Like, Kingston threw it at him. You know, and, yeah, and Kingston can, but I'm saying yeah. like, like man, pretty much said the exact same thing, but was yeah. fumbling that whole. Thing. Oh yeah, and, and I'm maybe not because he was, was nervous, good. they'd be like, "All right, I guess I'm doing this." Yeah, and <laughs> like, like I never said it was good or anything or bad, yeah. but I just mean like, if you got a guy who's willing to know that he's probably going to get outshone, but is trying to trying to invoke that, more power to it. Look, Wheeler Yuta was going to get eaten up by MJF, which we talked about, but he went for it. Yeah, you know, and, and did Punk, he elevate with 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 this tarnishment now? Did did he? Uh, you know, him and MJF is I would say the feud of I don't know the last year and some change. Um, again, time is of the essence, or time is you know whatever flat mm-hmm. circle. Um, but like everything just seems so important where it. You know, MJF was already MJF, but I felt it elevated him. But with now Punk seemingly, you know, kind of erased from this company now, 
and they'll throw it in the back burner probably. You know, maybe they'll show a clip every now and then. Um, I mean, the greatest, the best feud in wrestling is now a cliff note or a shadow note in something of a guy's career, which I think drastically helped him. I mean, the dog collar match was amazing. Mm -hmm. The matches in Chicago were great. And then again, the whole months upon months of buildup into that just worked so well and how wrestling used to be. And then now it's just like, did it happen? You know, the beauty, I think the beauty we got to look at of it is MJF is so good that even if we don't remember him, how he got there because they never remind us, no mm-hmm. one's going to care. It doesn't matter because now, now he is in, Essentially, he's now in two feuds. He's in a feud with the title, and he's in a feud with the firm, where he can win the title, Mox can go off on his own and have his vacation, and he's got months and months of people that he can work. And we, we, I'm not worried a, a lick of him working Lee Moriarty. I'm not worried at all about Ethan Page. I think Morrissey has gotten a hell of a lot better, and I think MJF, we've seen, can work with big men. So, like, I, I think he's totally set up whatever the path is they go. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Some people wouldn't recover from that because they need that crutch. You know, I'll I'll say I'll say this. I think I think Hangman Page didn't gain anything from the punk feud where that was a feud that should have had both guys gain things. You want to talk mm-hmm. about putting people over? Kenny Omega put over Hangman Page better than anybody. Look at that pop that he got at full gear when he won in the Target Center. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was you want to talk about elevating talent. That they elevated that. That was their first elevated homegrown star like that. Just took three years. That's okay. Doesn't hurt. It worked. Yeah. You know, I and, think Abe- and. Tired of Kenny being champion, and and they knew, and then you know obviously the injuries that he sustained during that time. But I don't know. But that was long term booking. He was already in that spot against brother. How how great we talked about um, the way that they built to it because he Mm -hmm. lost the match and didn't win it, and they remember the remember that fucking tag match at Revolution. Oh, the long, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get, I understand you know, the long-term spelling if you, the, it was all about Kenny getting over and not Hangman getting out of it. Like, so I mean, that, it, I'm not worried about this company falling off with it, and I don't think they're going to fall off with MJF. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, he's just cogging the wheel, but it's just, yeah. the, this company's just been in such disarray ever since then, and we haven't even talked about the injuries that have been happening. That doesn't help. Um, and the carelessness in the ring where that's some of the stuff now where I'm just watching these matches. I'm like, how are, I understand why half the rosters hurt. Yeah. Well, they, like they said, there's a chance Cole never wrestles again. Like, so he's going I'm back hope... to up, up, and down or whatever. <laughs> Is it part of the party? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was hoping he suddenly was healthy as the ROH guy against Jericho, but, um, you know, or or Jay Briscoe got to the Warner Brothers puts him on TV, but um, maybe he's lifting weights. <laughs> yeah, his he got like Demetrius Small for a while there. Like that yeah. makes me, I that makes and me wonder. Like 
was there something else wrong with them than this than the concussion that they just didn't tell anybody aren't saying anything but i don't want to i don't want to no i i don't i just think it's because you weren't lifting every day (laughs) because you had access to a gym 24 7 you had access to tanning beds and you didn't have any when he went to AEW. Yeah, you, you got yeah. When you're you're bored at the performance center, you might as well lift weights. The uh, the the other thing though, too, to answer that that last, that one question you had a little bit ago here, to, you know, not to keep going on this, but who's CM Punk? Or CM Punk. I, third time I've said it now. Who's MJF's favorite wrestler of all time? Who has he said? Roddy Piper. How many world titles does Roddy Piper have? Seventeen. No zero. Zero. MJF doesn't need to win the title to, no. to get so I, I and I could see him being that kind of a historian guy that he is where he's like Piper didn't win I don't need to win but they, let's let's make them think I'm gonna win is this no this is a good one his second heavyweight title match right I think so because he had him a and Punk obviously they weren't there that wasn't for a title but didn't. Did he face Mox before for the title, or who did he face? God, maybe this is his first one, because Jericho wasn't either. Yep, correct, yep. Yeah, this might be his first opportunity. I mean, it's, I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited because I, I genuinely don't know who's going to win this match, and that's why it makes me excited. Hmm. Interesting. Now something <laughs> she's saying maybe at all out, but I don't know what year. I don't know. September fifth, twenty twenty. So twenty twenty. Was when he had a title shot? Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Who did who did he wrestle? What's that? Was that Moxley was champion? Yeah, it was Moxley. Yeah. I'm surprised they even brought that up. Oh no, it was. It was that. It was that All Out 2020. Yeah, John Moxley beat MJF at All Out on Saturday Night to regain the title. Yeah. Uh, weird. Okay. Why don't I remember that? Because it was 2020. Did, was that was that show at Bailey's? Probably it was twenty twenty in the summer, so yeah, it probably was. Yeah, Bailey's place seven hundred and fifty thousand or seven hundred and fifty fans are in the building. And just right. think, if it wasn't for that, we never would have gotten the acclaim. <laughs> Moxley, but no, I, I agree. AEW oh, is going to be. Oh, that's because that show fucking sucked. Yeah. Orange Cassidy defeats Chris Jericho in the Mimosa match. Oh, that was that one. Uh, Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares defeat the Dark Order. Matt Hardy defeats Sammy Guevara in a Broken Rules match, which I think was like a cinematic match. The Young Bucks defeat Jurassic Express. There's no title on the line. Oh, God. Big Swole beat Britt Baker in the tooth and nail match when they fought at the dentist's office. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That show sucked. 
FTR yeah. defeated Omega and Adam Page for the World Tag Titles that night. I bet that was good. Wait, what? Then, <laughs> that that yeah. happened? I yeah, that, didn't know they that. they won their World Tag Titles uh, from Omega and Page. <laughs> then there was the big Casino Battle Royal that Lance Archer won. God, yeah, that that pay per view sucked. God, that mimosa match was awful. Oh, yeah. so dumb. I'm just thinking next week we will uh, probably dive in as we'll we'll know a little bit more on the uh, the final card since I believe there's only about four or five matches uh, fully announced uh, for AEW Full Gear. Another world title Terminator tournament or whatever the hell they call it, Eliminator, uh, which Dante Martin has a gimmick. Or he's in it. I, I don't know how that makes sense, but all the wrestling, everybody, all the wrestling. <laughs> um, yesterday or two days ago, and uh, starting what what is that? Uh, starts starts in two hours. Uh, day two of the GDT Grand Prix kicked off. Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Who's uh? Oh, Takeshita is he in it? Even though he's coming back nope. to the states. Like yeah, he's not in it. He's not in it. Just give that guy. That guy was so over with every company he was in. Give that guy. I mean, they don't. Yeah, AEW doesn't have a secondary title, do they? Just this bullshit all Atlantic, which can't wait for you to text me and you find that shit out. Um, <laughs> is that their only? Thing? Is that their what? Oh, TNT title. Never mind. That's oh yeah, secondary. that's right. Yeah, Who's so, the TNT champion? Who's even the champion? Uh, TNT champion is uh, Wardlow. That's right. They have like 17 championships. Um, yeah, so 2022, it's uh, Tetsuya Endo, and the block is Endo. Ricky Shane Page is in it. That's cool. Um, Daisuke Sasaki, Joey Janela, Yuki Ueno, and Naomi Yoshimura. And block B is Kazusada Haguchi, Mao. Oh, fuck. Yuji Hino's in it. Chris Brooks, Yuki Onaya, and Kanan. Huh. Whoa. Not kidding. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Or Canon. Canon. I don't know. He's some young guy. Whatever. Builds your young talent. That's interesting. Ricky Shane Page is in it. That's cool. He I works on uh, Naomi Yoshimura, the opening show. Oh, W's. Oh. That's tight. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, they, so they've had one night of the the deal so far. Um, so Iran might be attacking uh, Saudi Arabia. That's the thing. For Crown Jewel this Saturday, uh, November 5th. Um, yeah, Wall Street Journal reported uh, yesterday Saudi Arabia may be subject to a targeted attack by uh, Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, um, protests, all that fun stuff. And then uh, WWE said that they still plan on going. Man, Carl Anderson really needs that second pool. He really needs that second pool. Uh, we'll, go, we'll go down the card here really quick before uh, WWE presents Crown Jewel. Oh, uh, God. New women uh, tag team champions will take on former champs, uh, which they've lost the title living twice now. Uh, Damage to troll uh, Dakota Kai <laughs> and Leo Sky. Uh, not going to lie, it'll be kind of cool to see. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, God, yeah. EO Sky is amazing. Well, the, yeah. the whole damage control is great. They just need to, you know, win. Um, the Usos taking on the Brawling Brutes, Ridge Holland and Butch. Congrats to Sheamus uh, for getting married. Um, Seth Rollins having great hair and Rusev being a, a groomsman as well. Um, again, tag match the undisputed tag team championship. Did the Brutes take home the belts there, right? No, no. Does damage control regain the women's tag team titles? I mean, knowing this company, they potato things so fast it could happen. I don't, I don't think they should, but I think yeah. it could happen. Well, does Bailey really finally defeat Bianca Belair in a, a really a damn good a feud as they did before Bailey got hurt last year? Uh, last women's standing match for the Raw Women's oh, Champion. Oh, God. Does she tie her braids to like a post where she can't get it up? God. Okay, one. Why do we have to have another last woman? I know. Last man? That's we, my, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. What, two minutes into the match, hey, at least two boys getting rid of the gimmick pay per views. He said he just yeah. wants them on the show. You know, at least <laughs> that's happening. It's so bad. Like we get. Oh my! I, I don't understand why this company cannot just have matches. Like, <laughs> he wants to bring back roadblocks. <laughs> I just I can't wait for Bianca Belair to do a vertical suplex and the ref goes one. No, I say this in an I'm shitting on way, but Bianca needs to win and be done with Bailey. This feud's over with. It's, it's ran its course. Let's just be done with it. You've had seven gimmick matches. It doesn't need another one. So then what? The, they After this pay-per-view, they got Survivor Series. Then they don't have their next pay-per-view until the Rumble. So then, do you build for Bailey Trish Stratus at Mania? If they if that's going to be a thing, then I would do it then, yeah. Because Mania is two days again. <laughs> you can have Trish be in the Rumble. Interesting. Unless you do the whole <laughs> Sasha. Uh, coming up next, the Battle of the Giants. Almost with MVP oh, will take on Braun Strowman when he's not tripping and slipping, running uh, on the aprons there um, or on the outside. Just singles match. No de- there, there's no, like, gimmicks to it. Could this be interesting? Their match at the house show that was recorded, what did they get, like, 40 million views on YouTube? People are hungry for this, man. They're hungry just, for some almost. Did you really need to bring back Braun Strowman? Like, the controller no. narrative guy? No. Was he getting his million dollars like he did before? Or was he humbled and said, you know what? You failed with your CYM bullshit. Here's 600 grand. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, I mean, this is going to be a man. Look, if anything, it's going to be a car crash. And, you know, people can't turn away from car, car crashes. That's true. Speaking of car crashes, the OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl, again, original, were the original uh, founding member of the club, uh, of the Bullet kind, of course, uh, would take on Judgment Day and, uh, as said, uh, former leader, originator, uh, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dom Mysterio with Rhea Ripley. Uh, rumor has it that the OC is going to bring in a female enforcer of, you know, for them as well. Uh, which is going to be Raquel Rodriguez, as rumored. Uh, is she going to be the, the key benefactor oh, to get to see the win? Or the Dom pin Luke Gallows? 
<laughs> is that is that what they're saying is Raquel Gonzalez? Yeah. Or what is she, Raquel Rodriguez now? What, Rodriguez, yeah. Is she, they changed her name like nine times. I What I love about this whole thing is when AJ Styles, I, I got a plan about somebody we're going to deliver to take out Rhea yeah. Ripley. And it's going to be some girl in a neck tight bodysuit coming out. Yeah. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> So you know they they can't you know they can't have their gimmick so it's gonna yep. come out like a Power Ranger outfit and shit. <laughs> I like I've I've been trying to analyze this to think about it. The only person that made sense to me was Charlotte. Southern style. No, because they were they won the they were in the mix match challenge. Because or the fortune. <laughs> yeah, fortune four was Rick. <laughs> no, but they were in the, the mismatch mix match challenge. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't rem- I remember that as a thing because it was on Facebook, but I don't remember that that was a team. How did they not win? Yeah, it was the team that won was our truth and and Carmella. It was my it was my worst match of that that year. <laughs> that award. Jeez. I had Three things on that final December pay per view, I think, were my awards that year. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, whatever. Also, uh, in a steel cage match in Saudi Arabia, Drew McIntyre carrying cross with Scarlett. Um, what is this? The second round with the carrying cross thing? Is this getting over? Is this anything? Does he need to like cut his hair? What, what are your thoughts on the returning cross and Scarlett? <laughs> Bordeaux. Wow, it's been bad. <laughs> like it's, it's just been bad. Like it doesn't. Nobody cares either. It's just I don't know if it's the hair or what, but I remember he was wrestling and I was like, this guy, like you know, the, the hype on him when he was on the Indies or Impact, wherever the hell he came from. You know, his name was Killer Cross, and I'm like, who's this guy? I saw Scarlett. I'm like, all right. I, um, I was just never, I guess, into the hype, per se. And then he came out with, you know, that helmet. And then he gets released and then brought back. Uh, he was also a part of that control your narrative for for a second there. Um, but Drew McIntyre, I, I don't know. I, there just seems to be nothing there. And, and for them to be put into a cage match... <laughs> Where are they going to hang the cage? That's my first question. You know, are they just going to make it a fight pit sequel? I I don't know, but judging uh, <laughs> from past uh, the Crown Jewel events, I, I don't know where the hell they're going to put this cage. It's either got to be first or it's got to be last. It'll be interesting the placement on that. Uh, the real main event, like you said, Ryan, uh, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, a, a real battle yeah. of the beast. Does this get time, or is this going to be a build to maybe one of the Mania nights, and we're going to get a dusty finish? I I think we're going to get a clean finish because then you got to figure he's going to be gone now after this for a year, or you know probably till the Rumble. Yeah. Who Lesnar or Lashley? Lesnar. Lesnar. I almost said Leslie, but that would have been weird. <laughs> uh, and the main event, a guy who has proven to us he can wrestle, the student of the game. He's been learning from the friend of the game, the heartbreak is Shawn Michaels. Uh, 
doing, you know, flips on crash pads at the Performance Center, but hey, at least he is putting in the work. Logan Paul will challenge for the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship. The champion himself, head of the table, the big dog, Roman Reigns. Can this match, I mean, we, we already don't have the highest hopes for it, but even though, like I said, Logan Paul is, has looked really good in the couple of times he's been out there, uh, and plus he is the table. Does he? I, mean, I am the table. It, like... This will, this will, if Roman Reigns can pull this off, they could do a 15 to 20 minute match. And it's like, we were like, wow, that was really good. And, you know, we talked this spot, that spot, this spot. I mean, does this then put that credibility finally on Reigns as champion? You know, I, Did he I, stopped, with anybody? I thought about this. And, well, first I'll say this. I don't think this match is going to be nearly as good as him and Miz. Because, Reigns is going to take 75% of the match and he's going to put him in rest holds. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what, it's just what it's going to be. It is what it is. They'll tease the knockout punch. You know, the bloodline will get involved. Like, I think aesthetically, their entrance is one of the coolest flipping things that they are, you know, in wrestling. I really do. Yeah. But I think if it wasn't for Sami Zayn, I wouldn't have even been paying watching any of this. Because <laughs> he's funny. He's been oh, genuinely I'm funny. That's for sure. Um, so, like, like when we, we talk, is Roman Reigns having a good reign? I don't yeah. think it is. I think it's just longevity makes it seem cool. Can, can mm-hmm. you tell me th- th- who and, and what event he beat for the title? No, I just remember Cesaro, and then he was gone. So, like, can you? T- oh, okay, that's that's a bad example. Let me change that one. Can you tell me who Eddie Guerrero won his first world title against? Lesnar. Yeah, and why? Why can you remember that? Because Goldberg was in the audience, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> and then uh, because it was a played a million times. Yeah. You cared about Eddie Guerrero. You cared about it. It was a moment. Roman Reigns won the title. I, and I might even be wrong when I say this, but at ba- I believe it was Backlash, maybe? Or it was it was a non-Big Four pay-per-view. Whatever the September one was. He won, mm-hmm. what is, I, don't, I don't even remember the fucking name of the show. And I was trying yeah, to I prove could. a point. Um, <laughs> damn, it's terrible. Um, he put he beat Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt in a three way. He's definitely Bray Wyatt's definitely coming out in that main event, right? To set that up. Pay, payback. Wow, I couldn't even remember the event. Payback, August thirtieth. Roman Reigns came back and beat. Uh, Braun and the Fiend in the Performance Center. Like that's my like that's that's my big point with with why yeah. you know I, like me and me and Clacker were talking like man I hope he holds it till this day so he passes Hogan it's so cool and then I was like well what's been really cool about it he wrestled Finn Balor and the rope broke <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> you know. Like, 
he wrestled Lesnar probably four times. <laughs> you know, like he he did that over like that melodramatic match against his is against the Uso. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cesaro one was kind of fun. It was a good match. Ten minutes too long, but it was a good match. Yeah, the thing with the Uso was like thirty-eight minutes. Come on, Uso, that's my brother. Like, what is this? Like, like high school drama club shit? Are they doing? It's my brother Uso. Hey, keep it oozy, man. Keep it oozy. <laughs> like I think I, I I really think he's like genuinely oh like he's over. He's cool as I think he's cool. You know, I think the Usos look like they look they look I've never seen them look more badass. They remind me of the heel briscoes, like that they could just legit oh. snap on you. I, I'm a yep. solo Satoa mark. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> and Sammy's been great. Oh yeah. But like then the ring stuff happens, and you're just kind of like, all right, th- that happened. Yeah, it's just him yelling, essentially. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It's he wa- he paces around the ring, acknowledge me, and putting people in chin locks and shit. Which okay, it's fine, but like, it's just it's 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 so much better than when it starts. Yeah. You know, it's like. I I appreciate the long reign, and I think that's cool because the the longer he holds it, when when he beat McIntyre, that that told me that okay, now I really don't know when he's gonna lose because I couldn't mm-hmm. believe he beat McIntyre in in that building with the way that they like got McIntyre over and promoted him. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's to me, I really don't know when he's gonna lose it now, like. If The Rock still is the end game for Mania, and if Cody Rhodes isn't in the plans, like Vince McMahon wasn't going to have him win it, who does beat Reigns for the title then? It's just like they booked themselves in a weird corner, but it's just like, they're like, yeah, let's keep it going, let's keep it going. But it's just like, who are they building to be the next guy? Be, I mean, it can be Owens. Because of the whole handcuff debacle from a few years ago, but, but hey, that wasn't his fault. <laughs> to be fair, I'm just saying. Forever marred, forever marred. But I, I, I don't think... know. It's it's, it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know who you have. Walter, he's the only. I mean, reliable. Let's, let's be believable. honest. Triple H, I think, is behind him, and that's the best. The best thing that that has ever happened to this company is the fact that Triple H is in charge when Walter's there, because Vince was ready to take the title off of Walter and be done with him. Yeah. I mean, that's like, <laughs> I I think if you're gonna ha- if the if the game plan is Roman and Rock at Mania. It sucks there's nothing big before it because he doesn't need the title for that match, but I understand keeping the title on him. Mm-hmm. I know this is long, long, like this is like 16th month out booking, but maybe Cody wins the 2024 Rumble and wins beats Roman at WrestleMania 40. Because then you get another 16 months out of Roman, and I think at that point he's past Hogan. That's wild. Wild to me. 
Yeah, I just otherwise I don't know. Like the the problem that this company has is they don't know how to make stars. They can't make stars, mm-hmm. and that's why there's nobody from the wrestle. Like I think they'd be dumb if they didn't have Cody win the rumble and beat him. I mean, he's so fucking over. Mm-hmm. Forever in infamy. This this, this company what? just doesn't. Or what's gonna happen is like Seth Rollins will turn face and beat him. No, I'm 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 over that. <laughs> so like, I, like I said, whether it's been better or not, you got to keep this company at arm's length. <laughs> What do you think of this New Japan... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, the last thing I was going to say. I've heard people say, what if Logan Paul wins? Is that equivalent to David Arquette? (laughs) I mean, I'm just like, I'm just saying, like, I've heard some people go, man, what if they had Logan Paul win just for shock value? You have this long, legendary rain end, and then it just fucking goes. Yeah. <laughs> it um, it reminds me. I gotta, I gotta remember the the length of it. Let me find the uh, how long he had it for. Um, was it? God, Kaz Fujita lost the IW or vacated at Wrestle Kingdom the IWGP heavyweight title due to an injured Achilles tendon. He wasn't putting people over in 2002 either. That's <laughs> <laughs> just so dumb. Uh, where the fuck did this man go? Damn, was he that far ahead before? Yeah, I don't know. I can't find anyway. But it was it was oh it was it was it was my company it was Noah. That's why. I tried to forget about it because it made me so mad. It was Noah. Um where'd that motherfucker go? Ogawa. Uh where did that man go? I know this is compelling compelling ass uh <laughs> there we go. Kenta Kobashi, uh, March, finally beats Masawa. He finally beats him for the title. Holds the title 735 days. I believe would I believe that was the longest reign in the history of that title. Yep, not even close. Nothing even nothing even half that long. Um, yeah. Has this 735-day reign, 13 defenses. And then March 5th, 2005, loses it to fucking Takeshi Rikio, who was awful. He was a former sumo turn wrestler. The guy defended the tight, had three defenses in 245 days, then just dropped it to Akira Tawai. Nothing worked, mm-hmm. nothing got over. He, Kobashi, has these, just this epic reign. I mean, it was, it's, it, and, and in fact, it was his only time being the uh, um, GHC champion. And then they oh, fucking, wow. he loses it to the, to a fucking bum that they thought they could get over. Ending the best reign the company ever had. <laughs> it, what, what's funny is that, that destiny, uh, that destiny show that I, I always want you to see. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yep, yep. I don't even, and that was the year later, and I don't even think he's on that show. Oh, funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. They had 62,000 fans at that building. Masao Kawada, Kobashi Sasaki, Tenru Ogawa. Or no, I lied. Takeshi Rikio was the champion still. That's right. He beat Kanahashi. That was his last. That was his last title match, and it sucked. It was not good. Like this guy beat Kenta Kobashi. <laughs> I forgot he was still champ. Anyway, anyway, that's that's just what I that's what I equate this Logan Paul thing to. If he won, <laughs> that's where I was going. That long diatribe. To me, it means something. It's still real to me, damn it. Damn right. And I, I respect that. Uh, what I <laughs> want to see if you respect really quick, because uh, we both got to work. I got to work in like five hours. Uh, New Japan World <laughs> TV Championship. Can you really expect, and I haven't watched some of these, the 50-minute time limit. Like, what, what the limit. fuck? Like, it's so stupid. Like, if you expect Evil and Zack Sabre Jr. or Ren Narita and Sonata to go under 15 minutes, but yet Hikaleo and Yuji, Yujiro Takahashi will get more than that? It's insane. <laughs> the, I will... Very insane. I don't know if I'm still on the air, if we lost Ryan. But, yeah, no, it's just – and I get it. Maybe it, you know, brings a little bit more excitement to the matches, you know, a little bit more fast-paced, which, you know, could definitely help evil um, in, in some instances there, but uh, definitely have some semifinal and uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling World TV Championship tournaments. Uh, again, Ren Arita will take on Sonata. Uh, Rizak Sabre Jr. will take on Eve. Um, also, IWGPJ uh, Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Titan, a new uh, Los Ingabenables de Japón uh, member, uh, and Bushi, two masked uh, juniors, will take on uh, former All Japan pro wrestling phenomenon, uh, Francesco Akira and uh, and TJP, making their second defense there. Uh, second match, uh, 20 minute time limit, which is tight. Alex Zane, David Finley, Toriyano, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. We'll take on Gideon Gray, Aaron Hanari, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis. Of course, the United, yeah, United Empire there. Um, and then, of course, the sixth match on this, which Ryan was on because I'm very intrigued. It's called the Incredible Tag Match. I believe it's the four men that are going to be wrestling for the IWGP Junior uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom. It'll be the Bone Soldier himself, the champ Taji Shimori. Master Wado, El Desperado, and Hiromu Takahashi, the ticking time bomb. The uh, Jordan, if you will, of, of that group in our group. Um, and then the tag partners will be decided on the fourth, which, again, tag partners of these guys, even though it goes all four versus blank. So it'll be interesting to kind of see where they're at, uh, I believe, on Friday, the day before. Um, special tag match, Tamatanga and Kazuchiko Okada, the Rainmaker himself. We'll take on Kenta and the man Okada will challenge after winning the G1 Climax briefcase, which he's not defending. Uh, Switchblade, yes, the era is still going on, thankfully. Jay White, uh, unfortunately, I believe Kenta will take the fall, but it'll be interesting um, if Okada does to get some heat. 
from Jay White, but we know it's definitely going to lead to a beatdown. Uh, speaking of beatdowns, this is going to be a fantastic match for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. The challenges again from the United Empire, which, wow, I'm really excited. There's a lot of United Empire on this card. Uh, Great Ocon, Jeff Cobb, uh, depending on, of course, if Muta or Muto comes in, just to take out Great Ocon again, should be kind of fun to see. We'll take on the IWGP Tag Team Champions, FTR, Cash Wheeler, Dak Harwood. Let's go. Speaking of that, the main event. IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship match for Autumn Brawl 22 or Battle Autumn, whatever the hell it's called. Cecilia Naito, leader of Los Ingobernables de Japón. Maybe it'll be a Saturday Cecilia Naito fever. Uh, we'll take on Will Ospreay in the third defense with the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship again on the same day. No Carl Anderson and never open a weight a title on that card. Again, should be fun. Cannot wait to check that out. Uh, but, of course, I will have a very, very, very busy weekend. Um, also, again, if I'm still on air, tight. If not, I'm just talking to myself. But Dragon Gate also, I believe, has a show this up- upcoming weekend, um, which we will definitely talk about on the next show. I believe it's the Gate of Destiny, which will be on the 6th, so Sunday there. Um, I believe we don't have a card yet. We don't have a card yet. We do, but I cannot see it. I just know the main event for Gated Destiny, Destiny, as Ryan stated earlier, uh, Yamato will be challenging, of course, uh, for uh, the Open the Gate Championship. Sorry, guys. I'm tired. Um, oh, here it is. Full card, Gate of Destiny. Um, should be really fun. Eight-man tag team match. Ultimate Dragon, Don Fuji, Naruki, Doi, and Shuji Kondo will take on Natural Vibes members KZ, UT, Jason Lee, and Jackie Funky Kamei. Should be a fun match. Uh, definitely a wonderful opener for a cheering crowd um, over in Osaka. And then the second match, a tag match, Genki, Horiguchi, and Kaito Nagano will take on Yasushi Kondo and Ishin, Ishiashi, which, hey, could be good. Uh, eight-man tag match, um, Takashi Yoshida, Ponch Tamanaga, Yosuke Santa Maria, and Ho-Ho Loon. Uh, fantastic interview. Uh, check out the archives on Apple, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and, of course, blogstalkradio.com forward slash a strong style media. Um, fantastic guest might be coming back on the show. Got to coordinate that. Uh, but we'll take on Okono Mama Ishikawa, uh, Shashiko Boy, Problem Dragon, and Grukin Mask. Uh, definitely got a bone up on my wrestlers over in Dragon Gator, or especially that team, uh, since two out of four, I'm like, huh? Tag match, Kota Minora and Ben K will take on BB Hulk and Diamante. Special singles match, Eita will take on Takuma Fujiwara. Fujiwara, sorry about that. Open the Twin Gate. Championship match, Dragon Daya and Madoka Kakuda. Of course, the hip hop to the realist out there uh, will take on Big Boss Shimizu and Strong Machine J. I cannot wait to see Strong Machine J uh, just start break dancing in the ring before the match. Maybe after the match, if they strip Daya and Kakuda out of the Twin Gate Championships. 
Open the Brave Gate Championship match, though. Uh, challenger Dragon Kid will take on uh, leader of the Zebrats, leader of being smarmy and cool, uh, Eo Watanabe or Jesse, uh, which would be a pretty damn good match, Dragon Kid. Uh, finding the fountain of youth the last couple of years, so uh, very intrigued by that. Uh, the Open a Triangle Gate Championship match, the uh, three-man team of Mochizuki, of course, uh, whether it's Masaki uh, Jr. or Susumu, which is a fantastic little play there, uh, will take on the challengers. Kai, Shun Skywalker, Mass Z, of course, of the Zebra. So Mass Z, that's a new development since I have not watched Dragon Gates in a little over a month. Open a Dream Gate Championship match. So, like I said, Yamato would be taking on the champion. I believe this is his third defense. Yuki Yoshioka uh, should be a, a good match, especially if uh, Yamato is going to be, uh, I think, in Chicago, like, next week. So, um, kind of can see what the uh, what the victory will kind of go there. Uh, but definitely always feels like you're visiting, visiting an old friend when a Dragon Gate is on my television screen. So, we'll definitely talk that. We'll watch some Crown Jewel um, as well as uh, some New Japan, a Battle Autumn 22 there. Uh, have some fun stuff. And then as well, this Friday night, I believe Ryan will be doing the show, um, I believe, on Friday over uh, live on blogtalkradio.com uh, to talk the PWI uh, list. Uh, we were going to go on a couple of weeks ago. Um, but uh, definitely the the PWI women's wrestling list came out this year. Um, I believe it's the 150 there. So uh, we will have our, our wonderful guest that we had on last year to discuss. So we should, I, I apologize, it's also 1240 a.m., but uh, check it out there. I'm not sure if I'll be hopping on, but it'll be uh, some, some fun there. Uh, stardom. Getting the recognition there, we're going to talk a little bit about that and, and why I firmly believe Becky Lynch is going to be on the top, uh, the top ten there. But Chris and Ashley uh, will be joining Ryan again. Uh, I might pop in depending on, uh, I guess, what I'm doing. Might be in some, some coals in the fire, but uh, definitely check it out. Um, like I said, some big plans coming up. Definitely more con- content. We don't expect to be two more months especially with the show uh, this upcoming Friday. Uh, but also check out ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast, over nine different designs. We're definitely working on that 10th one. Uh, if you want to get swole like me, um, go to RepSports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Use promo code WrestleCast to save 15% off your order. That, that's some serious jade there for sure. You know, if you spend 100 bucks. You're going to get like $16, $17 off. It's always a good thing. Um, as well as check Ryan out every Friday night, twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Uh, check him out, Pro Wrestling. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Feels good to be back. Hopefully we're still on. If not, this has been fun. Uh, for the technical legend, I am the audacious one, Alex. We are Oots. Good night. Good luck. CM Punk will miss you.